What's going on, everybody? I'm Kevin from Cigar Prop, and each and every week we come to you live on the I Tap That Cigar Show on our YouTube channel. We interview someone fun and exciting in the cigar world, and then about a week later, we upload that audio to various podcasting platforms. That's what you're listening to now. We try and cut out a lot of the stuff that won't make sense because you're listening to it instead of watching it. But if something doesn't make sense and you want to watch it, in the description is the link that will take you to our YouTube so you can watch the interview instead of listening to it. But if you want to continue listening to it, thank you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the I'd Tap That Cigar Show presented by Corona Cigar. And you, we, we got three guys on tonight that have done more shows than anybody in the industry. And, and we are having technical issues tonight. It's, How about I mean, it? Man, I had to reboot mine. Care's computer rebooted. Abe is, is off. And now he's hopefully come back on. And I got a new sound bar on Jessica's computer. So now it's, it, it's uh, what a. You'd think a we breath. did. You, you would think it was our first show. You'd think it was our first show. So as always, I am your host, Kevin from Cigar Prop, and I'm coming to you live from the Drew Estate Experience Acid Studios on the sunny Gulf Coast of Florida. Joining me as always is Care Viajante, my co-host. Care, hello. What's going on, Kev? How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. I'm, uh, I was, I was relaxing for like an hour before the show, and then all hell breaks loose. Like I said, yeah. I got to restart you. It's just uh, uh last Jessica, 10 we, minutes were we terrible. Are, I know. Like terrible said, like last said, 10 minutes. Oh, uh, God. Jessica. I think Jessica's I've been traveling too much with scene. my laptop. What's that? Oh, sorry. I said, I think I was traveling too much with my laptop. Yes. And it was like it was in Florida, then it traveled all the way to Pennsylvania, and it came back here, and it didn't want to work in the uh, Stogie Road Studios here in Greenville, South Carolina. All right. Someone said care is glitchy. Care doesn't seem glitchy. Care's a little, uh, a little, a little blur, a little pixelated, but not too bad. I'm a little glitchy um, to begin with. Yeah, Jessica, producer Jessica, behind the scenes, you can already see her tickers coming through. Um, how are you doing tonight, <laughs> Jessica? I'm great. That's uh, <laughs> we. I think I think we all need a cigar, uh, except care. Care's been smoking all day. You smoked some turds today, care. Um, so I smoked some good sick. cigars though too. Yeah, yeah, something exploded on you. So, all right, we're going to get right into it with the Cigar Medics <laughs> Humidimeter Cut and Light. Remember, with the Cigar Medics Humidimeter, you'll always know when to hold them and know when to smoke them. And I can just about get this cigar on there. Absolutely perfect, 65%. Um, what's everybody smoking tonight? Care, what are you smoking tonight? I'm smoking the Stuggy Road Cigar, the Edition 35. Right on, uh, Jessica. What do you? Uh, you're smoking the same thing I do. What? Yeah. What? Tell everybody what we're smoking tonight. Uh, the Pope of Greenwich Village. The, that's the Pope of Greenwich oh, Village. Greenwich. No, no, I, no. I, I'm pretty sure it's Greenwich. Like, what? But it, it, it is. It is. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's the Pope, the Pope you know. The Pope of Greenwich Village. It's, it's, so I don't know if there's a it's green. Gre it's called Greenwich. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know if there's a Greenwich Village somewhere. So um, I need to get this. Uh, um, She's a Greenwich. That's it. So uh, and thank you, Care, for asking. Uh, the shirt I am wearing is the new shirt from uh, Joseph Genovese at Y A Barra Clothing. 
Um, uh, I, I appreciate you. I, I appreciate you noticing. Actually, I just did a video. We met Joseph at the uh, the Great Smoke. Joe, uh, um, Care introduced me to him years ago. He's just been great friends uh, to Jessica and I. His whole family, we love him. I saw the new uh, the Wyabara, um, and I had to have it. And it's got a little color. All the accents are imported Italian fabric. Um, I don't know if that's good or not. It's, uh, I mean, probably better Jess, than Jess, Jess, you can hear how I got a chance to ask about his shirt because of all the pauses there are for me to actually ask him. <laughs> right. He's breathing, <laughs> he breathing well, through his skin like a frog. When he's well, 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 well we, we didn't have any show prep because of your computer, like like beforehand. We usually get like a, rebooted right before. Anyway. I know, we get like 30 minutes and okay. then uh, tonight... I, we didn't have anything deep take, breath. Yeah, take a breath because we I know. are feeling your anxiety. You know. <laughs> well, we got we got we got honest Abe on with us tonight. So Star the really human little... hero. Thank Carrie. Thanks for asking me a question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I don't think we've ever had a guest back to back this uh, uh this quickly. So before we bring him on, um <laughs> we, you're slowing down. You are really slowing it down. down. Before we bring on our guest tonight, we want to take a moment to thank all of our show partners, uh, J.C. Newman's Cigar, J.C. Newman's Cigars, Cigar Medics, Amendola Cigars, Excelsior Tobacco, La Aurora Cigars, Corona Cigar, and of course, Drew Estate and Experience Acid. All right, so waiting patiently in the Experience Acid green room is Abe Babna of Smoke In Cigars. Abe, welcome back to the show. What's up, Kev? What's up, Abe? Um, I'm just happy y'all can hear me, man. This, this setup of mine here, and I need to retweak it because it doesn't always work too well. I don't know why. Sometimes yeah, yeah. I need these headphones and sometimes I don't. I lost you guys as you guys were going out to go live, so I just threw these on. So I'm hoping that uh, it sounds all right. Yeah, it, it sounds it sounds good. And I was I was just saying for for a second there are three guys that that do shows constantly, and then, and then like I'm surprised I thought any of us made easy. it on. I know. <laughs> so what 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 are the odds? So Abe, I think you now have the record on the fastest back to back. I don't think we've ever had a guest come on and then a couple weeks later come on again. So well, there you have uh, it. Yeah, um, I, I did go back and watch, and uh, and if anybody uh, um, uh, watching tonight or listening on the podcast later, um, Abe uh, right after our show did a, a show with uh, William Cooper, but along with. Um, um, who Dave else were Garoppolo, you on? Dave Jeff Garoppolo, Borschwitz. Jeff Borschwitz. I, Dave, I couldn't think Dave's name offhand. But that was a fantastic show. I I I enjoyed that. You guys, uh, you guys uh, uh, killed it. Well, and, uh, you know, for me, honestly, I I these are guys I looked up to. You know, getting into the business, so um, it was really more very much uh, a, a, an honor for me to be on a show with those two guys. Really. Yeah, I mean, uh, just 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 knowledgeable. I I, I love I love uh, J Jeff's conspiracy theories. You know, de you know they were digging a little bit into that, and then you I'm know, like, oh, I, I, you know, I, I love I love Jeff, but man, he was getting a little X Files on me there. <laughs> he, he, a little he, bit. He gets a, he gets a little bit, but uh, you know, he's he's right about a lot of stuff. Well, so you know what? After this last two years, it's really <laughs> hard to think that anything is really going to be that shocking anymore. Oh yeah, w w without a doubt, it's a uh, um, uh, it's been it's been crazy. But I think we're well. I, I thought we were on the 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 downward. Maybe we were finally this two weeks to the 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 flatten the curve. But now we threw another curveball, and uh, it's just it's never it's gonna be never ending, never ending. Yeah, 
It's gonna last. It's gonna last a lot longer than I think a lot of people think, and a lot of people want it to. So we'll see how it goes. Exactly, Carrie. You're you're in the and you you keep track of of this more than anybody else, really, um, because that's what you do kind of for a living, or you know. But uh, what 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 are your what are you thinking? Like like before, like we're not talking about COVID anymore. Do you think it's gonna be a couple of years? Yeah. What, what's what's your thought? It's gonna. It's. I think it's just gonna be something that's gonna be with us as long as it's newsworthy, right? As long as it's newsworthy, uh, people are gonna report about it, especially with every variant that's gonna happen and come across our way and updates on vaccines and different types of boosters and stuff. So, it's it's gonna be around for a while. All right. Now, now, since you're in the medical trial things, are you? Are you seeing like how, you know, are there any trials starting of like how many boosters we can receive before we will literally die? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Kevin, it's a good, it violates all of the yeah. ethics of all <laughs> clinical trials. They're going to be running a study on how many boosters you can take till your head explodes. No, yeah, right? you know, it, it's, it's, it's going to be ongoing. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how other studies, if there are any other studies with, um, with the variants, I, I it depends on how bad they get, but um, um, you know it, it is very interesting on how things trend, especially in other countries. And you know, Austria was on a huge lockdown, and man, they were riding over there and everything, and they just uh, lifted their uh, their their lockdown for vaccinated people. So um, it's going to be interesting how governments handle all that. Yeah. Um. Abe, let, let's get right to it. I know when we booked you for the show, we uh, we, we, we were going to talk about the great smoke coming up. But um, but since then, you have had you had a delivery, you had a delivery at the warehouse just recently th- this week. So um, uh, I want to start off talking about this, this amazing advent calendar. Um, oh, drop, drop I can my... see Jessica made you tape that back up. Oh, did you? She... I, I noticed that right away. She yelled at me even after that video. She was That's not happy that funny. She, yeah. All I guess in your defense, since you admitted you'd never had an advent calendar, I guess you don't understand how they work. <laughs> yeah, I, I I guess not. I just thought you ripped ripped Destroy. everything. I guess those um, numbers meant nothing to you. They meant nothing. It, 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 That's it, funny. It, it, exactly. So if anybody wants to see, we did an <laughs> unboxing on our YouTube channel. You can kind of see what... Actually, what I got to tell you, it wasn't just an unboxing. It was probably one of the most entertaining unboxings I've ever seen. <laughs> the rhetoric between you two was priceless. It was a very entertaining unboxing. Yeah, you know, we're, we're not the greatest <laughs> like cigar reviewers or we don't do everything just right. So I think... You know, just our, like I said, our rhetoric are just being close to each other just brings something out in each of us. And it just makes it funny. I think that's the reason why we've been able to get 8,000, you know, subscribers on our on our channel. It's just. No, yeah. They only tune in to see if you're dead. Yeah. You know, that, that's <laughs> it. So, but, but it, it's. Just waiting. It's a reason. That, that's it. So we're going to pull down number one here just to show people that each and every day that you can pull it out. And then Jessica must have smoked the cigar. Yeah. So there's a so normally there would be a cigar inside there, a little hole there for for the ventilation, uh, or not for the ventilation for um, the humidification. Now the one thing I, I didn't want to tear the box apart, the back of this is that like your humida bags? It's like a, yeah, it's a humida. It's a pad. Oh, it's a humida cool. pad. Okay, because I, I was looking in there at the flashlight and it looked like one of yeah. what your your smoke in you know humida bag, and that's what it looked like on the back. 
You yeah. Know? So, so I'm assuming when you get these, are they individually wrapped, or do you have to activate these somehow? Or no, it's it's just there and ready. To, it was there and ready to go. Okay. Because I know it's I know it sat on a boat for a while, so I was just it wondering. Did how long, you know, like I said, the, the, the humidity would have stayed good, you know, be, being it. You so, know. but let's, let's go, let's go all the way back to the beginning. Um, how do you, how do you start? I mean, like I said, I, you know, you, Karen and I are in this business too. I wouldn't know where to start. Start by even having a box, like, like, like you got, you, you have an idea, an advent calendar. Did you have any idea of like, how you wanted it how did you know did you reach out to your box guy no we don't have a box guy so um actually a, a customer a patron messaged me uh and, and gave me the idea i said you know you really should do an advent calendar this was like probably last september and i'm like i mean that's brilliant because i see them for everybody now so the first thing i did was i got online and i ordered about three or four different cosmetic ones Beautiful boxes that we just to get ideas on how the boxes were made. And I, I did cosmetics. So I, I just emptied out the contents and gave all that stuff to my wife. And you'd be surprised how cool some of these boxes were. So we ordered a couple of them to steal some ideas. And we saw one with the drawers. It was very, very nice. And, of course, we had the, you know, the, they had stuff that came in all different sizes. Drawers, this was all going to be equal. So, literally, we just, we, we did a couple layouts on what we thought would work. And... Um, we had one version where the cigars were standing up and not in drawers. And that, after I think about two or three renditions, that's the one we went to, with. Now, after spending three or four days packing these things, I could tell you I've already made like five changes. And this is going to be <laughs> done for next year because you're thinking of how it's going to look to the consumers. But I wasn't quite thinking on how to it was going to go as far as packing them. So being involved in a warehouse, it was really great. I had my... My wife, my two oldest daughters are working. Um, my partner's daughter, she's a, like a senior in high school, and she bought like Saturday morning, I think like 18 kids. And we were just running them all day Saturday, you know, to get them all done. Um, so, and then it was really great because after I'd worked Saturday with my kids, we're driving home, and I and I like to do, I like to do think tanks. So I wanted my children to experience this. I said, so now you. You've worked two days on this advent calendar. You've seen it. You know how we packed it and everything. I want you each to come up with one or two ideas on how I can make it better next year. Because this is what I do with my team. You know, my yeah, office. yeah. And I'm going to tell you something, man. I'm, I'm like uber, uber excited and proud. They both came up with two. Well, one came up with one real solid one, so but they came up with like three legitimate, hardcore, solid ideas that. Like you look at that and you say, oh, how's that going to get better? It's going to get 10 times better next year. Like I'm hmm. too excited now for next year's calendar. In fact, I've already reached out to uh, uh, one of the guys who helped us make this box. Not the same shipping people, but we, <laughs> we got a meeting this week on how I'm going to change this up next year. But it's going to be a com completely different. This will look so, this experience, this Advent experience will be so like, uh, sophomore compared to what we plan next year and it was for my two oldest girls that's my that's my proudest thing man they came up with these ideas and it was brilliant i was very excited you know but I, i'm our company is, is the same way like i said a lot sometimes they'll ask us for our help or or like i said i i will put forth an idea even when not asked but when you do something over and over again you're like why are we doing it this way if it was just done this way 
it would be, you know, easier, you know, I'm sure to, to pack or some ship. And, and speaking of shipping, when I got the box of this and I'm like, oh my God, he's sending out a thousand of these in that giant box. I mean, Kara, I mean, obviously you see how big this is. The box is twice this size. I and can not, imagine. And it's substantial weight. It's not like flimsy oh, material, yeah. right? I mean, it's, yeah. it's very substantial. And, you know, listen, the humidification, this was meant to hold cigars for about 30 days, you know, 25 days. The humidification device, there's no like major science to it, you know. Will it keep the cigars in a decent state until you get to 25 days? Probably 100%. So anybody really concerned should just take them out. But I, I, I'm I'm doing mine one by one, just like everybody else, and it's, it's going to be fine. Yeah, I, I don't see any problems. Even even if there was honestly no humidification in here, I've done some some testing with storing cigars, shipping them. I think you still would have been fine, is because you were keeping them in your warehouse. You have a human. Oh, the cigars have been sitting in our warehouse yeah. since since August. Yeah, those, those well, boxes were supposed to be here in August. So you know, well, I mean, I'm looking at that, and I, 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 Jennifer got me the Oliva Advent Calendar cigar. Boring. <laughs> Uh, and, and and unlike Kevin, I did start at one. I didn't think it was a countdown from twenty five. Yeah, <laughs> but it had you know the perforated areas, and it's the cigars are are in uh, um, in this you know pre cut uh, you know padding. And if you if you just miss tear one area and then move it the wrong way, I think uh, the whole second half of December fell out. <laughs> so. Oh. so, so now it's just okay. I'm just gonna randomly pick a cigar a day. It's no longer in the little area, so the thrill of of pulling out each day is gone. Uh, but I still have some cigars to smoke. But that's beautiful the way it pulls out and how it's set up. We just want it to be a fun experience. I mean, yeah. advent calendars are something that most of us have grown up with and been involved with, and you know, it's part of our childhood growing up. And I think to put it into something that you know adults who have a passion about cigars could enjoy I, I just thought it was a neat idea but um you know it was this was very basic these are 25 everyday cigars you could buy at a store you know it's not there's nothing in there that's you know rare you know i mean there's some great quality premium cigars in there i think everybody will be very pleased when they get to the 25th on christmas day um and, and the cigars ramp up in retail price level as you go down from one to 25 Okay, that's so, what I was going to ask you. I didn't do did, was was there a set or was it, there that was the fairest way to do yeah. it, right? I mean, I don't want you know, I'm, I'm dealing with 21 different companies and don't want somebody to say, Why did I get this day? So it just was really simple. One was the had the least retail value, 25 has the greatest retail value, and that was pretty much See, the... I, I, I was thinking when I was looking at that because I assumed that everybody got in the same order, I didn't know what the order was, but I'd almost been. It, more excited if it, if everyone was random, you know. So when someone posted their, believe me, it but, but their Padron, I'd, it would, I'd have been it, like, oh my god, where is mine? And it would have been, been ten times easier to have packed them that way. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just putting twenty five cigars randomly. But no, we had ones had to go in ones and twos had to go in twos and so forth. Only because you know, typically the thing in an advent calendar is the twenty fifth day is supposed to be like, you know, they're, they're supposed to become like a little bit more better every day. So, you don't okay. want to get a quorum on the birth of Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's probably um, um, that, that that that's probably a, a, a no no. Um, what was it? Was it hard getting? Because the manufacturers, they're I mean, they are just stretched to their limits. You know, because you're a thousand of these. 
was it tough to get these manufacturers to, to give you, cause you're already doing the connoisseur club, you know, now, you know, now you got to round up a thousand other cigars. Well, you know, we started working on this a long time ago, so it wasn't like a last minute task, but I, I, I won't lie to you. Um, two of the manufacturers really like had, had we had, had these packages not sat, you know, in the, the, the port of Long Beach and we had gotten them in the time frame we were supposed to get them and it got out, they wouldn't have had their cigars here on time. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, look, in today's age, everybody's having production and timing and, you know, these are just hurdles you just got to overcome, you know, and uh, that, that look, I could have made the decision to sit on these and and do what? Wait till next year. But I, I, I didn't want to do that because, I, you know, your plan is you always want to make the next one better. Right. I mean, we never yeah. sit back and say, this is it. We made the coolest thing and we're done with it. So. I knew I definitely want, didn't want to go with this next year because I already come up with some really cool ideas to make it, you know, more than just, you know, pull and smoke. So um, we're just going to get them out. We're going to put them out. And they've been flying. I mean, I think we're almost through about half of them. Do I think we will go through all of them? Probably not. Um, and uh, we'll just end up eating the boxes and using the cigars because, uh, you know, we don't you know, we don't want these things sitting on the market for another month or so, you know, and uh, if it doesn't go through, it doesn't go through. I think the timing had it landed in October, like we planned, you know, it was different, but now we're in Christmas, everybody's Christmas shopping, budgets are different. And especially if you're one of our patrons and followers between the warehouse opening, the black <laughs> Friday sale, the great smoke tickets, the yeah. Agonorsa drop, red meat lovers. Club. I mean, there's just, you know, so much. You you, so, you, ha you have bled bled us, Abe. I mean, <laughs> and not by design, Kevin. I mean, oh, so, oh, I, I know, I know. Yeah, I mean, it's just torture. So I think timing has a lot to do with it, and it is what it is. You just got to make lemonade out of lemons. You know, a lot of a lot of percentage of people are going to get it, enjoy it, and you know, we'll just focus on next year. And that's all we could do. Yeah, I mean that, that that is the good thing that you can just you can at least repurpose the cigars. You can yeah, the boxes. I'll, I'll just end yeah. up eating the boxes, which you know you can tell by looking at it aren't inexpensive, but you know it is what it is. Oh yeah, I I, I know. Maybe yeah, I could donate him some school or something. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> got cigars all over it. Probably yeah. not. But then, you you know, the, then you got the big the, the big boxes they come in. You normally don't use boxes that big. No, we had to order special packaging just for this calendar between the bubble wrap and 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 the boxes that we shipped them in. Which you know we're just happy we got all that out of the warehouse because that was taking up so much room, and and now we got to start you know not too long start packing you know packing for the great smoke virtual packs. Yeah, um, uh, how how's is is the warehouse shrinking? Have you have you have you come? It's it's gone, man. Yeah, yeah, it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> you know I, I've been conservative um, throughout most of my career. I, mean, I took a lot of chances younger, you know, before I had kids because you know you just don't care. You know, you do whatever you want. And as you get older, your decisions become a little bit more conservative. And, you know, like, oh, you know, maybe. Yeah, I. I and it's funny because I was sitting right here when I was talking to Lou Rothman um, probably about a year ago. And I was telling him what I was doing because, you know, he's, he's he's been on our show many times. I'm good friends with Lou. And for me, he is the epitome of uh, legendary status in this industry. And, you know, you think you want to learn anything from anybody you could probably learn from this guy snoring. He, there's so much knowledge coming out of his mouth. And um, yeah, he looked at me and said, yeah, you made a mistake. And it was really funny because the warehouse was really three times the size. So we took a third of it. Yeah. Because you got to remember up until this point, we were shipping out of an 800 square yeah. foot room. 
you know, and, and using half my lunch. So we're like, we see this huge space, six, 8,000 square feet. We're like, oh man, we'll be here forever. And um, right after I talked with Lou, I literally called the landlord and I said, look, is the other half of that, is the other, other two thirds of that base still available? Because I was just going to take it and park it and just cut a hole through the wall if we had to, you know? Yeah. And they're, they're like, no, it's gone. But yeah, man, the, the warehouse is unbelievably shrunk and disappeared into now we're still like constantly trying to make room. It's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When, when I was in there and I saw it putting everything up and I'm like, oh, boy. You wouldn't recognize it now. Yeah. From when you were here. God, that was just two months ago. I'm telling you, yeah. it's it's nuts. It's nuts. We're 30 days in. It's crazy. Yeah, and, and you've gone up about as high as you can go up. And no, yeah. it's, it is what it is. We'll make use of it for the next couple of years. And I, I think, you know, you know, just to show you how crazy things were, originally that was supposed to house my e-commerce marketing web guys. There was going to be a oh, mezzanine yeah. there. And then after that meeting with Lou Roth, I was like, look, I'm not going to build a second floor mezzanine. Just, just in the front half over the, the break area and the dry storage area. So I'm not going to do that because I don't think we're going to last here that long. And thank God we didn't. So the next one, we'll do it right. I'll probably move out of this office. The whole marketing and e-commerce and web team will probably move out of it. And it'll just be a new new place. Or hopefully, not hopefully, I shouldn't really say that. But if, if the, any of the places next to us become available, <laughs> we'll hop on those. Yeah. So, would, would, could you move out of your? I mean, because that—that's your office. You're connected to the store. I've become less involved in the day. Look, I—I've been blessed. I got great people. I got a great team, and I—I'm really not involved into the day-to-day that goes on here. That's handled by about two or three people, and they're incredible, and they kind of handle the day-to-day running of all the retail stores. You know, I'm way more involved in the e-commerce marketing and, and the website. Which which is good. That's where you know. I, I mean, that that's got to be by now the the bulk of your 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 business, though, right? Is it is it surpassed? You know, versus all the, all the smoke ins versus online. Well, you have to remember we had a lot of retail doors. Yeah. So for the longest time, it was probably our e commerce was probably about twenty five percent of our overall business, and I think at this point now it's passed or just just above half. Okay. That must be uh must must be nice, you know. It's a um, just just the e- the the ease of online versus. But then again, you've got more help, you know. So yeah, I, I it's, I it's not I, that easy, Kev. It's 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 a lot yeah. easier to get a box, unload it, label it, and throw it in your humidor and wait for a customer <laughs> to walk in and sell it to them. You know, the e-commerce requires product photography, copy. You know, it's it's uh, a lot more work than than it's involved. It, the nice part about it is, I mean, everything has an upside and a downside. The nice part about it is that when I'm asleep at three in the morning, orders are coming in. Yeah. You know, where, you know, you, you retail, you only sell when the doors are open. But it's it's not any easier. In fact, it requires, honestly, a lot more work. Because you have to remember when I'm out there in, in the e-commerce universe, I'm, I'm, I'm fighting everybody in the universe. Right? Yeah. And in my retail area, my, my brick and mortar locations... You know, we're dealing with the guys in our neighborhood and, and we've been here for 25 years. So it, it's it, it, everything has its ups and downs. You just got to take everything in stride and do the best you can in it. And if your best is good, people will, will know it. Yeah. And you, you talk about product photography. I, I want to get with brand. I, I want to get some pointers from Brandy. I'm having some problems getting the product photography. And I know you said that you had hired like a, a, some people to come in and help well, out with. 
we had we had um it was really funny you know we have two graphic guys full time and one of them was doing a lot of all our product photography and you know i started realizing man, it's like taking up like half his week just taking product shots and you know during covid everybody was going crazy and i was talking to my wife and my wife's like man yeah man i'm even like like more de- more depressed than i usually am i'm like what do you mean than you usually are you know <laughs> i was like i didn't even know you there was something wrong but you know you know we got kids you know, my wife, my wife was a very successful and very good hairstylist and colorist. And, you know, she worked all her life from as early as she can remember. And then she went to stop everything to raise a family. And our kids are older now. And a lot of them, they're all self kind of really sufficient, honestly. And um, she just has it, you know, I guess, you know, like anybody wants to do something. So now I start going through this process. What do you want to do? And, you know, and, and she starts naming stuff. And it's like, you know. You know, if we got to pay for daycare or aftercare, you know, I'm not going to make enough money. As I said, you don't have to work for money. So what do you care? (laughs) You know what I mean? But, you know, she wanted to do something functional. And then she, on her mind, she says, you know, I like photography. And then a bell went off. I said, oh, you do, do you? I said, well, you know, what do you want to do with photography? She says, I don't know. I said, well, you know, would you be willing to take a Photoshop course? And I told her my idea and she loved it. So she took a four-day Photoshop class online learned the basics and pretty much what she needed. Then there was the Florida Art Institute where we hired um, one of the photographer instructors who came in for two hours and did a whole tutorial with her and our graphics guy too, just to keen up on their little photography sense. And she's been doing all our product photography pretty much since. Oh, right, right on. And what's um, nice for her is she makes her own schedule. Yeah. You know, she'll call the guys and her stuff. She comes in, she shoots it all. Then she t- takes it home, does a little touch-up to cut out, send it to the guys and you know she, she she likes it and you know it, her and i don't have to interact really i don't even know when she's working or not working half the time so there's never friction between us at work and it, it's kind of worked out as a blessing oh that that make that makes it nice care we need to get that we need to get jessica and jen <laughs> to do Je- jessica loves photography i try and do all my stuff it's uh it's 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 ongoing i mean i could sit in front of uh the computer and and take pictures and go through photoshop and adobe illustrator and uh get lost for about a good four hours yeah that, that's what i need i didn't know you could take online like uh, photoshop classes that's what i that's what i need is yeah said, she took a, it was like a two-day course and a four-day course and she took the more extensive one and um yeah it, 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 it helped her out a lot it really did yeah, and then the care since you know it, you know, you'd be able to help me out. But uh, but be but being a hairstylist, she didn't want to go work at your barbershop? Real cuts? Uh, um, she doesn't do really men. Men's a different kind of cut. She was really oh. primarily a colorist, you know. Okay. Um, yeah, and she doesn't, you know, it's it she's not a barber. Yeah, Big difference. Yes, yes. I, I would never, yeah, it's a I would never say that. You know, I don't know. No. Hey, so I hear you're a barber. She helped my partner. She went yeah. there because she's familiar with, you know, the operations of that kind of a business and, yeah. you know, helped him out and, and, and advised him. And, uh, you know, she was helpful, but that's not, you know, her, her forte. Yeah. Now, now, Adrian, your, your partner in, uh, in Real Cuts, the barbershop, uh, um, uh, Real Clips. Is it, Real Clips. Yes. Is, uh, is, is he in the shop? I, I see him on TikTok. He is racing all the time. Is he Adrian. actually. Adrian is a semi-pro uh, biker. Yeah. yeah, he races. He his uh, work area in the barbershop. I think he's run out of wall space for his first, second, and third place plaques and finishes. Um, and he he, I, I think you know, since starting his own barbershop, he may have not raced as much as he would have liked. But he is a hardcore, avid 
uh, bike racer, professional yeah. semi-pro, I guess it's called. Yeah, yeah. And if anybody, uh, it's the uh, like the um, uh, uh, I don't know what they call it, but it's the sport bikes. You know, where oh. they're laying down on their sides. Literally, like like yeah. their knee is scraping the ground in turns. It's insane. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I have a hard time watching some of his TikToks, and it's like so, oh, is, 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 GoPro is videos of that, that stuff. I'm like, you're nuts. Yeah, it's it, like, is this going to be the one where we see him sliding, or his motorcycle sliding away from him? And yes, we had to so, pay. We had to pay for key man insurance on him. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh my god! So let's let's get to um uh, uh, uh the the Great Smoke, 2022. Um, the event for everybody that doesn't know, February 24th through the 27th with the main event, um, being held on it's Saturday, the, the 26th. And I'm going to go over some of the prizes here. I've got the, uh, so this all, is the party pack here. This, this is the party pack. This is a uh, $165. Just, just look at, look at everything you get on screen. People, you get the event shot glass, backpack, hat and t-shirt, cutter, lay, lanyard, ashtray, and the all-new Drew Estate spray paint can torch lighter. And on top of that, you're getting 40 premium cigars. And the cigars uh, are actually listed if you go to thegreatsmoke.com. That graphic is there. If you click on, you know, see more, it'll tell you the yep. 40 cigars. I mean, it's a stupid value. I mean, it, I, I really think we added it up. I think it's closer to like $480 worth of stuff. Wow. Um, it's 165 bucks. I mean, there's no better deal on earth, to be honest with you. Yeah, one hundred sixty-five dollars, and then uh, um, you, for an additional seventy dollars, people can bring a companion. So that's you, live. You, you, you I, get, yeah, I'm not sure what the extra. Oh yeah, that that's the live. Uh, obviously, yeah, yeah. You, you wouldn't need a companion for a virtual right. event. Yeah, I can. Right. Jessica can watch it for free if she liked. Yes. You know, well, everybody it, it, can it, watch it for free. So look, yes. we, we were so proud with what yes. we did last year and going into what we did last year with doing it digitally for the first time. That was the, the broadcast wasn't what people were paying for we wanted everybody to see that we thought it was great for the industry we thought it was great for the whole cigar community especially after you know a year plus of sitting at home and being unable to really socialize with people and you know that wasn't something we wanted to make private so that that's been out there you could still watch it now for it was a seven and a half hour broadcast last year it still exists and that's what we're doing now you know what you get for the 165 dollars virtually if you're staying at home is one is you get that awesome package, but we have some specialty products that are being made that'll give you only as a ticket holder access to it. We'll have special, uh, we have a special TGS store, we call it. It's a great smoke store. And the day of the event, there'll be a lot of, we we have very special box pricings for the event day that comes with a lot of swag from a lot of different companies. So you have access to all that. And that's kind of what you're buying when you buy a ticket to the great smoke. Now, when you come there live, that's a whole different thing i mean and that's what we're going to try to do differently this year is we want to take the virtual experience and bring the live component to those people at home who can't make it down and that's this is another first for us where we're going to do it both live and virtual at the same time yeah you know and then the one thing the 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 live event so so you've got you've got four days of uh of of events going on now uh, a couple of those those days are free like the uh the, the friday night the rocky patel now, anybody can come down to Boynton Beach, right? Do you- yeah. Any event that's in one of our retail stores is open to the public. So um, uh, I think there's I, I think there's a pre-pre-unauthorized uh, 
birthday party for like <laughs> oh, Wednesday <yes>. night. <laughs> so technically it starts Wednesday night, even though it's not a great smoke function. I think it's in our West Palm store. I got to make sure. But then Thursday night's a store event, which is no charge. Friday night's a store event, which is no charge. Friday night, there's also a dinner hosted by the Red Meat Lovers Club. That's a charge. Um, and, and it's a every year it's an over-the-top, stupid, extraordinary dinner. This year, our guest is Steve Saka from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. So on top of this epic, crazy meal and all the fun we're going to have, um, everybody gets a three-pack, which two of the cigars are listed on the website, and then one's going to be this exclusive thing called a beef stick. Yeah, so I, a version I, I, of the Red Meat Lovers Club. I haven't seen it. I don't know nothing about it. Um, but everybody at the dinner will get one, and that'll be included in the three-pack. That's a ticketed event. Then you have the main event Saturday, which is a ticketed event. And then we have two after parties, which are free afterwards. Uh, one's a Spearmint Rhino. One will be at our West Palm store. And then we have a brunch, which is a, a ticketed event where um, Culinary Flair, who's catered to Great Smokes this year one, does this big four or five station all-you-can-eat buffet brunch. And we have bottomless mimosas and Bloody Marys. And, of course, these are all tied in with manufacturers and, and whatnot. And if you're coming live, it's a whole great to do. Just so everybody understands, the virtual components only covering the five hours of the event day, not all the other stuff. Right. Exactly. And, then, and people, I said, um, Jessica and I will be down there Friday night. We'll be down at the Boynton Beach store. Um, uh, hanging out with because uh, uh, the Rocky Patel is hosting that party. So please, everybody, come down Friday night. Because last year there was a lot of people in the area, and then I um, they kept saying, "Oh, I wish I had a, a ticket to come to the event." I'm like, "No, this is free." So, so yeah. the event, you you don't need a ticket to come into any of the store events. So please, you know, come come join us, hang out. Jessica and I are going to be meeting people, taking some videos, maybe doing some lives. So everybody, please come down, you know, for not everybody events. likes to read. But if you just take a few yeah. minutes and look at the Great Smoke website, yeah, it's really all there. It tells you what's free, what's charged. And if you're not even sure, there's a fax button, which kind of yeah. we answer 99 percent of any question people typically have. But believe it or not, a lot of people have been telling me that have never even gone to an event want this to be their first event. They're like super excited about doing this. So. Well, that's awesome because people talk we, about it every year. Yeah, I think what we did digitally uh, this year brought a lot of people's attention to the Great Smoke that maybe yep. hadn't heard of it from before. And there's, I think there's going to be this year a record-breaking amount of probably first-timers because yeah. the majority of what I see every year, and we got guys who will come with all 15 passes around their neck that morning, you know, waiting to put the new one around their neck. So, I mean, we see a lot of, you know, people, but with friends they bring because that's how the event keeps growing every year is they go home they tell all their friends what an incredible time they have and usually two or three come with them but i think this year we'll have a record number of first-time attendees um is there any coupon deals i'd like a coupon code there is not <laughs> believe me when i tell you if you add up all that stuff the, the, the margin's not in the in the pack there's, there's, uh, it, there's it, not exactly and it's going to be a good event care and i uh, care just drove down from south carolina uh, uh last weekend you know, we did the Ebor City Cigar Festival, and that was yeah. the last event of the year. That was huge. Your event is going to be the first event. Yeah, you are the first event of the year. So February, I, I probably. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you in this country, yeah. Yeah, and I, I pro, um, pro cigars happening mm -hmm. like the same the week before us. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, either the week before or the same week because yeah, I got invited down for yeah, yeah, it was some, somewhere right right around uh, uh, the same the same time. Um, Kara, are you going down to Pro Cigar by chance? Because your your factory is uh that you use down there. 
Uh, don't know yet. Okay. There, there's a lot of unknowns right now going, uh, ending off the year and going into the new year. Yeah, especially with traveling and yes, Abe. I, I almost mm. forgot. Thank I you. I was going to let you forget. I've been holding this because, look, look, I, there's a lot of this, this is by far the most epic pack we've ever put together. You know, oh, yeah. We, we never included hats and shirts as part of the ticket price. You know, because believe me when I tell you, putting orders together, especially if you're shipping them out or prepacking them by shirt size, is a nightmare. You know, um, but because of digital this year, you know, we wanted to make it really extra special when we did the, the digital version in 2020. So, in 2021 so we just kept rolling with it we're just going to always include it now as part of the the tj's package so there's so much cool stuff whether it be the lay the shot glass the ashtray i mean these ashtrays just came in that was part of the palette with the advent calendars i mean look, look at this it's it's awesome yeah it's a pretty cool ashtray i mean and but this this is really cool and this the guys from drew estate really stepped up their game when they wanted to be involved this and this was one of the reasons why we had to hold off selling our tickets till November 12th. Typically, they start November 1st every year. So this was something that they were going to announce on their Freestyle Live December 11th. Yeah, okay? yeah. J- JD almost caught somebody on fire with that. So <laughs> this is pretty badass. This is a spray paint can. It sounds like it. Right? Yeah. And... Um, it, you know, Drew Estate made it for us and everyone who gets a, a TGS party pack, a great smoke party pack, whether you get it virtual or pick it up the day of the event. Um, this is a great smoke branded one. And basically, let's see here. You got to take oh, the cap off. You got to take the cap. I mean, I forget. There you go. So there oh, it is. It looks like that. a little spray thing. And then you get a little, I don't know if there's gas in it. There it is. Oh, my God. Ch- check check that. that out, Care. That is that is a torch That's So. That is so cool. That's very cool. cool. If if it was if I I need to get my hands on a not a great smoke one but another one from because Drew Estate's going to be releasing I think they have a freestyle live one just a white yes. one and I am going to cut that bad boy. I need to know no. how that works. <laughs> I need to, I need to know what's inside that. Why? Because it, it it's awesome. And then awful. and then the hat. Hey, do you happen to have the hat right there? I yes. do. Don't because be how he does that, Jeff. Because I was going to reach we, out. To we you. made this hat with you in mind, Kevin, because it's a flat brim. Yes. Oh. And then the bottom. Because ah, I, I was, you know, so for like six months, I've, I've been trying to find manufacturers that will do hats with, with uh, graphics on the bottom. I can't find anybody. So I'll definitely... And, and, you know, we just included a lot of cool Hawaiian themed stuff everywhere. I mean, n- none of our stuff is really chintzy. Man. This is really a, a nice, nice quality hat. And then, uh, so, so the, the theme this year is the last luau. One thing I haven't asked you yet: why the last luau? So, because after this one, you'll never need to go to another luau again, man. <laughs> oh, okay, so this I, is the I, last luau you'll ever need to attend. Because it just won't be the same after coming to this one. Okay, so I, I didn't know because I see you've been doing this 15 years. I don't it's really funny because a lot of people thought it was going to be like, why is it the last? It's yeah. the last luau because it's a luau. We're not going to probably do a luau again. So, <laughs> and, and, and I'm a sucker for alliteration. So it just sounded good. The last okay. luau. I thought you'd already done a luau in the past. No. Now this was going to be the last one no. that, that you had ever that you No, had we ever already done. have next year's theme already planned out. Do you? I mean, 
year 20 that 2023 oh yeah man it's Always on it. It's a lot of work and process that goes into these things. It's never stop thinking. Yeah, you 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 always have to. Um, and then you know, so 2021, you know, obviously everything was shut down. COVID kind of forced your hand into doing this this virtual thing, and then now we're doing virtual. Um, well, we almost live. We almost really decided not to have it at all because what I, we didn't what we didn't want to do is just have an event that would look like this. Oh, and and no, nothing wrong with this. Don't get me wrong. My, yeah. my show, KMA, is done like in this format on a flat screen, but that wasn't an event for me. That's like yeah, a Zoom yeah. conference call, you know? I, I And Drew Estate all last year, they were doing their events, but it was essentially from a, a little studio and it was just a couple of guys. And then they would, but it was all Zoom. You know, people would come in, yes. talk, and then, you know, great events, but not really an epic, epic no. event. So, so how, how did you like, like, who did you, how did you know how to reach out to somebody? I wouldn't even know where to begin. You know, sometimes you come out with the idea and then you work backwards. So, yeah. you know, literally we were sitting in here in this room, think tanking, what are we going to do? Do we want to cancel it? What are the options? We saw what Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival did. We saw what Cigars International did. We're like, yeah, those aren't options for us. And my literal words that came out of my mouth, like, would it be cool if we could do like a, and I'm going to date myself here, and a lot of the youngins are going to go, huh? But, you know, wouldn't it be cool if we kind of did like a Jerry Lewis telethon? Like this like eight-hour broadcast, you know, and we'd have a sales component. to be like Jerry Lewis and QEC had a baby, and we'll call it the Great Smoke. And, you know, and, you know, we started laughing, and I'm thinking it's off the wall. And literally my operations guy is sitting right there, and he goes, I know the guy that could do that. I said, get out of here. He goes, no. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, my one of my dearest friends runs a company called Showtech. These guys have done the Golden Globes, Kings of Comedy, Soul Train. I'm like, do you, do you really think he would come down and do this event? He's like, let me call him. Put the guy on the phone. We told him our idea. He's like, he's in. And and the same company's coming back to do the digital party this year. Uh, to do the, the the virtual part this year. A lot less complicated. A little more complicated. You know, doing a seven and a half eight hour broadcast in three different sets and something we've never, never done before was really a tremendous, tremendous feat that we didn't had no idea what we were walking into. I literally sat in this chair for 27 hours straight going through a 68-segment thing and how every transit... Because you got to remember, this is live. People yeah. are coming in from out of state. The, the, the stage is being built on Thursday. The camera and all the equipment's being done all day Friday. Saturday morning, we go live. Let me tell you something. There was like enough equipment and computers and stuff. Like you thought like there was NASA was like getting ready to launch a shuttle in that building. So um, I, yeah, everything really had to be thought out. So I, I literally sat here 27 hours, every transition, every segment, everything that had to go on the teleprompters I typed. So it was a, a, a tremendous amount of work, 68 segments. There's not going to be 68 segments. It's going to be like maybe 16, you know, maybe yeah. on this one. The difference is, is the format that we had before, it did, there was no hard breaks. It was yeah. just a flow. So if we went long, we went long. We cut somewhere else. I mean, just whatever. This is going to be like more like a Ryan Seacrest, like New Year's Eve, where there's going to be a virtual studio. But he has to time it for when the fire dancers go on stage or when the Samoan guys are going to do their show. So there's time segments that we really have to be on point for it to come out properly on the virtual side where it's not a clusterfuck. But, you know, 
I'm a little more confident after our run earlier this year. Yeah. You you had me at fire dancers. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Listen, we're gonna have volcanoes. Yeah. Volcanoes. So oh, hold on a second. Okay, Gabby. So Gabby's coming in to get, get her dog ready for bed. Um, but yeah, that's um one of the challenges last year. Um, and I don't know if it was really a challenge. I think it was something that pissed off more people and and it's just irritating that to even think that people were mad but it was the uh, uh the limited special release cigars that's completely different this year than it was last year um so we never engage in having anything limited made exclusively for the great smoke um going digital and trying to make something special um especially because you know, no one had done something like this before so it was really inconceivable what we were planning even my own team like i'm talking about this they're not envisioning it and you can see their faces as it's coming closer and closer together and production day and they're all walking like i never even thought it was going to be like this i mean so i want to do something special and i was really blessed with the companies that worked with us um rocky nick agonorsa carlito saka who, who made some limited releases for that event but it went over well. Of course, it was a point of controversy because we had never done this before. So, And because of the timing and everything, we, I think there was only like 200 of every single one. Maybe one had 300. And they all sold out in 10 minutes and crash sites. And people couldn't get them. And it ended up being a point of controversy, which, you know, getting a ticket to the event wasn't supposed to be just so you could end up with one of these cigars. That was just a perk. Mm. You know, it ended up being a huge thing of controversy. But it was so successful, and people got so excited over it. We said we're going to incorporate it again this year. Then we ran. There was a lot of headaches in doing a dual component thing. All right, so let's let's not make two hundred. Let's make five hundred. All right, five hundred is fair. If you can't get in five hundred and it sells out, that's just the way it goes. But let's do five hundred. But now, how do we do it? How do we sell it the day of the event? Because I, I got a couple thousand people buying it, and I got people buying it online. I can't oversell it. You know, the, the guys yeah. in the pit selling cigars isn't tied to inventory. So it became a little logistics issue. And the greatest idea we came up with was to have these little mini virtual events <laughs> just releasing the TGS cigar. And I'll be honest with you, too. I thought it was better for the consumer because we were looking at some of the purchases that were made last year. And these guys who got two, three, four, some of these guys got six or five, one of each of them, and then bought regular production. That's a lot of spend in one day. So now if you want to try to get these, it doesn't kill you trying to get them all in one day we've spread it across two and a half months where we have these little mini releases we just had one with terrence riley from agonorsa actually um the first tgs limited release dropped and it was the agonorsa anniversario it was made in uh, the maduro line it was made in this really cool perfecto size that they've never made before so this is off the same blend that was very popular last year and it's just in a different size so this is actually exists right now in the TGS store. So if you have your ticket, you can go to the Great Smoke website and click the TGS store, and they're in there because they didn't sell out and they're still there. Okay, so so they, so they didn't sell out, and then that was no, my next question. Because you got to remember is you know by the time we get to the event, there'll be probably you know twenty five hundred ticket holders. Yeah, but they all don't buy yeah. it now, so it wasn't available to everybody now. Right. So there's a benefit in getting your ticket earlier. So yeah. our next drop, which is December 29th, with Steve Saka, is going to be this baby right here. I, I think you got a video or a component. Yeah, let me uh, um, right here. Yeah. Oh, 
Now, has Steve Steve seen that video yet? I'm not sure. Okay, because I know because I'm a, I, I think he's going to bust your ass. You know, he doesn't like using the word pigtail, so he he likes calling uh, that's it a, his copy. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's, that's a, his he copy. Li- he wrote it. Oh, okay, so he likes calling it a colita. <laughs> well, that's the so, copy uh, he wrote. So um, he did it this time. Yeah, get over it. <laughs> Steve, Steve sold out so fast. It was such a ruckus. Steve was nice enough this year to say, "Look, if you bought a ticket to the Great Smoke, and you're a ticket holder." If you place an order with Abe, I will make you one. And, and people didn't. And I think he ended up going through a total of 800 packs altogether. People after the Great Smoke who couldn't get it to the event got to order it. And then Steve made them to order. And we delivered them like eight months later. So Yeah, this- we, we still we still haven't even opened our pack yet. What's that, yeah. Jessica? Uh, Tony had a question. Yeah, uh, yeah I was going to uh, mention that. Is there a cutoff to buy the, the Great Smoke pack? So you can buy that all the way up until what, the day of? Okay, you mean, you mean the party pack, the ticket yes. actually? Until they run out. I'm limited by the cigars we got and, and, and whatever. The last I looked, I'll be honest, um, I've been a little busy, but I think there was probably maybe 60 to 75 of the virtual tickets left because we only have a certain amount allocated on the virtual side. Um, so you can buy them until they sell out. And, and that's really what it is with that. I mean, we, we wanted to get more tickets, but like Kevin mentioned earlier in the show, they ask for these manufacturers. They just don't have the cigars. So we're really num- limited in the number of packages we can get out this year. Yep. And then uh, um, is it open to the UK? So are you shipping overseas the party packs? We are currently not shipping the party packs overseas. All right. How, and then on that note, on a, oh, that's a separate note. How's your Canada shipping coming? Did, did you get that? No. No? no. Okay. No, we 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 have we've been a little busy, so like you know, we're gonna wait till after the new year, see things settled. We do these little test runs where we did it a few months ago. I think you saw it, but you know, at this point, if they the last time we tried it, they just weren't even sending the product back. They were just confiscating and keeping it. The oh, wow. the consumer even offered to pay the duties, and they wouldn't let them pay the duties. So oh wow, yeah. At this point, um, you know, and it's it, 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 and we feel bad. We had a lot of Canadian customers, and it, uh, we lost all that business. And you know, there's just nothing we could do. Yeah, yeah. We we don't we don't ship to Canada just just for that same reason. You know, no no can you know for any type of care. What about you? I mean, nope. you got no no nah, no. Nah, it, it's just yeah, because like you I said, know, which same. is really sad because if these countries would just make it a reasonable taxation, these guys mm-hmm. would all order and they would make. The country would yep. make a lot more income, but the problem is it's not really about making income. It's just about pro- prohibiting it, and it, it's just sad because I, I know most of these consumers wouldn't mind paying a reasonable tax coming into the country. It's just so absurd. Yeah, they just yeah. want to get rid of it. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the article. I've been following it for almost a year now, but they amended it a little bit, but Half Wheel did the article for uh, New Zealand, you know, that they're going to outlaw. They want to outlaw yeah. it completely, you know, um, and then they're just going to keep raising the age year by year or so. They, they say some someone that is like so, someone that I think is born in 2022 will never be able to buy tobacco their entire life because mm-hmm. by you know it'll just keep raising the the limit. So absolutely, you yeah. have to be 103 to buy tobacco products. Yeah, oh, is that, yeah. Oh, geez, you know that 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 is that is uh, absolutely insane. Um, but yeah, so in order for them to be able to get so, so Tony who might be on the fence, he's going to wait a little bit to buy that ticket or somebody else. They need that ticket to buy these special release cigars. Yeah. These, these special releases cigars were made for the manufacturers um, as, as a perk for those attending and participating in the great smoke. 
So when you get your Great Smoke ticket, you'll have access to the store where all these products will exist and a whole plethora of stuff. The event day will exist. There'll be a special store with special deals and discounts on any of the brands by the participating manufacturers. Okay, now is that through the Great Smoke website or, yes. or is that through? Okay, yes. so there's I a know link that... that's there right now that says in the upper right hand corner, or if you're on your mobile, it's literally at the top when you load the page. It says enter TGS store. When you click it, it'll prompt you to use your smoking username and password. Once it, you do, it recognizes you have a ticket, it lets you in the store. Okay, and then like I said, the, the Agonorsa is still there, and then the, all those cigars will still be there. Yeah, I have a feeling it. Steve's will prompt because you have to remember now. We probably already got 250, 300 more people with tickets than we did with the Agonorsa release. Yeah. And there's still another two weeks before Sock is released. My, I'm, I'm betting good money this thing sells out that day. Yeah. One, one of Sokka is going to come out and say it's the same cigar he made twice for the Connoisseur Club. I'm going to tell it's you not- something. Sokka has <laughs> been very, very sketchy with the information on the cigar. Because really? I'll be honest with you, I think he said it. He had originally was going to make a great smoke cigar that was good that was based on the connoisseur club blend okay he didn't like him trashed him yeah so, um this is uh, uh, the cigar that he made now has some wrapper that he literally will not tell me and says he can't talk about until because it's for some future project until that project's released which is not really his style you know, he'll yeah. tell you straight up mm-hmm. what something is so but steve is so melancholy about his own product and <laughs> When he messages me and says his cigar is fire, like he was excited about it. I haven't tried one yet because this is the only pack I got. And I just want to make sure I don't have to show it off anymore after it all gets busted up. But I, this is like the first thing I'm going to go to when I want to try because he actually raved about it to me, which for me, I, I, I seldom see him do. So and, then, so, and then you don't have the beef stick yet, do you? Haven't seen it. Have okay, no so clue what it is. It, it's got to be a Lancero. It's got to look like a Slim Jim. I, I don't I, know what he's going to do. <laughs> this, this was a crazy idea. Evan Darnell texted me, and I just ignored it because I get, I love him, but I get like these, you should see some of these texts I get of these whacked out ideas. And I literally texted him back. And said, yeah, yeah I know. I send them. Like, you need a job, dude. <laughs> yeah. So he, he ends up talking to Steve Saka directly about it. He bites, and next thing I know, he's making a beef stick. I'm like, all right, then. <laughs> all right. We got a beef stick coming, but yeah, it, it, it's got to be some kind of Lancero. So for you know to be a beef stick, uh, that's the uh, um, but but, but yeah, no, 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 we we don't. <laughs> Steve, Steve doesn't do that. He does not. You know, no, no taking of the names of uh, I, I, I of uh, yeah, yeah, Steve, yeah, 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 yeah. He's Steve, literal, Steve. Jess. He's literal. Yeah, Steve, Apparently, Steve, I don't have my Sheldon face. Steve, Steve, <laughs> not Steve's not that guy. So. Um, um, you know, so one of the nice things about you're Great still Smoke. Talking. <laughs> like, did you even hear? Like, stop, stop being in your head. Get yeah. just stop. This kills me. <laughs> so, so you've got you got Michael Herklotz and Kim Keeney coming back. Yes. Yes. How how hard was it? Because now those two people are busier now. They committed to it last year immediately after the show. So, so they didn't try and back out like a like a few months later, like, hey, we got a lot going on. No, no. In God. fact, Michael was very serious about it. And let me just tell you something. I understand life, and I think I might have messaged him like, like, are you still up for? And he's like, are you seriously asking me? No, he's very excited, and um, and I think Michael feels honored to have been part of the first one. 
You know, I mean, it, it's going to be forever attached to him being involved yeah. in that event. And I, I think it's, you know, near and dear to his heart. He was, you know, because you can remember Michael was coming down not knowing what to expect, too. So yeah. Michael ended up spending like an hour talking to me about after how impressed and where I need to take this. And, you know, you need to contact the PCA. You're like, bro, I barely was able to do it for myself. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, but I was honored, man, because honestly, I, I don't know who, you know, there was. We, we, you know, Michael almost didn't make it. We did have a plan B, you know, um, as in any good, well thought out thing, you need plan B and C just to be ready always in case. Um, and Michael literally texted us on a plane, a photo from the airport that Friday morning because he wasn't sure he was going to get out. I was like, I made it. I'm on the plane. I'm on the way down. Yeah. His plan B was going to be Fred Rui. We had already oh. contacted him. Fred Rui was going to drive down from Orlando and do the do it last minute. And, and that's why I had to design it where it was all really easy. So no matter... Who ended up? Look, it was during COVID. I could have gotten sick. Yeah. So everything yeah. kind of had to be laid out. So God forbid somebody had to plug into that minute. You know, it'd be somewhat somewhere they could follow. You know. So um, I'm honored to have Mike and Kim come back. Kim's all star, and uh, Paul joined us this year. Um, oh, so oh, oh, I didn't know that. Paul's got a uh... Paul DeGracco, KMA Talk Radio personality, is the other co-host. So Michael will be in the hub where the studio is going to be built and made. And then Kim and Paul will be on the ground as correspondents, and Michael will be going back and forth to them, you know, throughout the broadcast event. So, so what you mean is Paul will be like where he normally is around the Spearmint Rhino girls? No, 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 so, no. Okay, okay. Probably yes, but probably yes, <laughs> yes. yes. So, yes. Paul, you know, and, and one thing I, I never, you know, until I was typing up my show notes, I honestly never put two and two together. Kim Keeney and her name Schmokini. Like I'm typing, I'm like, what? oh my god! I put that I, for the. How? how? I what, did never... you, what did you find that out? Well, like, like, because because her name on Instagram is Schmokini. When did you find that out? As I was typing these notes, <laughs> like I didn't, I never put wow. two and two together that Schmokini and Kimkini. <laughs> that was a play on words. That was so. Oh. That was yeah. so so strange. I never. I, ne I never, I never got wow. that back. Uh, but Kim, Kim was great. Kim was great last year. She was, um, she was an all star. And they, they look, both fantastic. Yeah, it, it's it's. I you know we're really expecting to push the envelope again this year with this dual virtual. And look, the one thing about our event which really makes us different than any other one because I've traveled the country, I've been to many of the events because I like to learn. I, and I and I ask for, for permission. You know, I don't just show up. I, I say, look, I'd like to come. Do you mind? And everybody's always very invitive, as, as I am to people. And um, we put on a production. Yes. And, and that, that's our goal. It's not just about let's come get some cigars. <laughs> we like to put on a show, a production, you know, walking away with some kind of just usury experience of, of being there for today. And theming the events uh, a couple of years ago is the best move we ever made because now it just makes it easier to come up with these cool ideas for a production effect. So um, I think this year is literally is just going to be the best one ever. We're all, everybody's really excited about it. You, you know, you come up with these ideas. Some of them come to fruition, some of them don't, but that's the fun part. Like when we, even when we were doing the digital one, you know, we just didn't have time to put it all together. But one of my ideas was we were going to have like those fake call centers, like they have at the telethons and yeah. you have people answering fake phones and like, <laughs> Right after the interviews with, with the manufacturers, like we would have Steve Saka sit there and fake answering phones. <laughs> so people thought they were calling and placing an order, you know, just, just as a parody, you know, I mean, no, you gotta know, no one's taking an order there, but we were just, we had all these cool little ideas. It didn't, it all don't stick, but 
That's the fun part. Is- you would have had to mic up Steve for that one because I would. Oh boy, Steve! You're like, you want what? Get well, the fuck out of here! Yeah, was we'd fake a we do we'd have a fake thing of him like being rude, nasty customer service, and then we were going to record it as like this is how he was taking his order, you know? <laughs> yeah. like, you know, we just ran out of time, but you know, and that's how we do all our events. We just kind of start throwing a bunch of stuff at the wall, and you know, what stick sticks. Yeah. So, so you had you had mentioned that so Kim and Paul are going to be out in the um, they're the um, field correspondents. So, okay. So, so, so they're going to have cameras following them. Yes. So, they'll so, they'll be walking around with the mic like the like the weather person out in the street, and they'll have cameras, and they'll be doing they'll be doing interviews with people in the manufacturers area, people on the floor. They'll also be doing introductions for what's ever going on in the main stage because the main stage has its own cameras. Because, like I said, we have I think fire dancers, which is a whole pain because we gotta get special fire permits for that. <laughs> and, um, we got steel uh, drummers, you know, the Hawaiian drummers. Yeah. I, I think we got male dancers. We got we got a, a couple of different things going on, you know. So um, it's just it's 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 going to be epic in the word i like to use often this is going to be epic so 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 they're out so where is michael going to be what what is where is, okay, what is so his role so michael is going to be the mc virtually to everybody at home watching okay so we we you know we we were going to have so do you remember where we had the dinner or did you ever see the great smoke dinner yeah, I, I've seen like photos of the Great Smoke okay. where it was. So at there's an it. area where we have the dinner that's about 150 yards away. And then there's indoor buildings there, air conditioned. So we were planning on building the studio there. And that way people could who who wanted to watch the, the virtual stuff could walk. It's only 150 yards. And but after we had an on-site meeting with the production company, the local at there's 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 a local team that handles a lot of the camera work outside the production team that comes down from Atlanta. Um they're like, man, that's a tall ask. You want us to have remote cameras from a studio way over there? It's like, we could do it, but man, it's... So we started brainstorming, and we came up with a way where, you know the area between the two buildings? Yeah. Right on the back end, we're just going to build a studio there, 60 oh, by 60 huh? tent, walled, oh, okay. air-conditioned, and that's where they're going to build the studio. So Michael will be in that tent. There'll be room for 30 seats if anybody wants to watch it you know, who's there live. They're only, they're only like 20, 25 minute segments with the manufacturers, but then he'll go to Kim Keeney and then he'll go to Paul and then he'll come back in the studio. And Michael's like at the control center. He's like the Ryan Seacrest up on the stage, New Year's oh, Eve okay, okay. as they go down to the people on the floor. Oh, I love That's that. cool. So yep. Michael may not actually physically see Kim or Paul throughout the whole day. Okay, so yeah, so uh, yeah, that, that'll be. I mean, that that's still cool that you know he'll be, you know, we'll, we'll be able to see him. Now, will he be or you? Will there be any interaction with the the audience at home? Because last year you did like you know people that were doing the um, uh, the event they were holding watch parties. Yeah, um, so it won't be a lot of that because that you gotta remember there was a lot of time to fill last year. We have a lot of things that we're going to be broadcasting. It's going on live, so that's filling a lot because we want the people at home to be actually part of this experience as one and not kind of like separate them, like something completely separate for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we mm-hmm. want them to see what's going on in the event area and let them feel like they're, they're actually there. Um, I, I, I don't know. I haven't finished all the timeline yet, but I'm sure at some point and I, uh, Michael will be, and I will be on the same camera, but like a lot of this stuff, like, like, so what we're doing differently is, and one of the things I hated every year with, with the great smoke is we have this awesome prize cage filled with a lot of prizes. 
And at the end of the year, at the end of the thing, we spent like 25, 30 minutes taking raffle tickets out of a drum and reading people's names. Yeah. If they're not there, we're going to the next one. And it's, it's just a, it, it, when you have such a momentum going, it was such a downer yeah. toward the end of the event. So one of the things we're incorporating this year, and the only way we could do it is, is everybody gets one chance. So whether you bought a virtual ticket or you're there live, you get one entry. And it's going to be done just like we did it digitally. Uh, every hour on the hour, we'll give away like four or five prizes. And it's all done digitally now. So whether you're home or not, if you win, you win. You don't have to be present. But oh, okay. I, will go, I will go up on stage in front of the live crowd. So Michael will technically be like, all right, it's that time. It's travel time. Let's see what Abe's up to on the stage. Then it'll cut to me being on the main stage with the t- big LCD wall. We do the randomizer and we give away the four or five prizes. And then I'll take it back to Mike for the virtual side and the live stuff will just keep going. So you can see there's a lot of planning going on to make this come out right. But like I said, I'm confident we can pull it off. Yeah, it, it'll be nice that you don't have to be there. You know, obviously you have everybody's email address. You have their info so you can you can contact them. Um, and uh, and then Dan, I didn't know Dan Thompson from McAuliffe is going to be there. Dan is one of the many companies this year. This is their first time and i'm telling you he picked the hell of a year to do it this is the first time being involved in great smoke and after 16 years of doing this i will say this this is the first year ever that we limited every company to one booth okay yeah okay so like like nick's not gonna have three booths this year nick they take two nick's okay. typically <laughs> taking two rocky's <laughs> taking two alta's yeah. taking two drew estate there's so many new vendors that we're, we, we we now deal with especially with the warehouse you know it just wasn't fair because a lot of people wouldn't get a chance. And, and just so you know, you know, we send out invitations in August and it's yeah. really first come first serve 40 companies. And like, I just got a call from a, a big company, not a small company. Um, I don't want to say their name, but like they were upset because they submitted their application like December 6th oh. and they were calling me. I'm like, dude, this is gone. It's like, well, the great smoke's out till February. I said, man, we've already started printing stuff, tickets and everything. I mean, we sent this out in August and you're coming to me. I don't want to be a dick, but you got to be compassionate a little bit. It's like December something. It's been two months, over two months, September, October, November, three months. I said, we're already like printing and design work and booth signs. And, you know, I'm sorry. And this is like literally the first time since its inception they didn't get in. You know, but oh, wow. uh, Je- yeah, Je- Je- gonna... Jessica's waving her hand. Yeah, but... I had a question. How many vendors are you going to have this year? We're working that out too because we have an unprecedented amount. And and you know, when you do something like this, we have a lot of new features. So we we stop at a certain number. Um, I I think I think the number off the top of my head is maybe 18, 16, 18. Okay. And then we see if there's more space. Yeah. And then if there is, then we contact those people because. Um, you know, you, you guys have been there. There's only a limited amount of normal room. Oh, yeah. And and yeah. now I'm incorporating a virtual studio between the two buildings, which I didn't have before. Right. So, you know, a lot of the floor plan stuff is on the fly and, and you have to play it by ear. But um, we can't wait. This is going to be exciting. I think when people see it for the first time and see how virtually and, 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 and live. I mean, look, there's nothing that there's nothing. No matter what we do that could ever send through the video screen what it's like to be there live right there's sure. a magic and electricity in the air and excitement in the air you guys have personally experienced it and yeah. seen it it's awesome but we're yeah, gonna it, do the best 
we're going to do the best we can to, to get that through. Yeah, you know, and and it's getting to meet these these people, you know, that that we, you know, like, you know, uh, Pete Johnson, you know, um, uh, we, 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 you know, Matt Booth, Dan Thompson. I can't wait. I I don't know how big Dan is. Like I said, so so I, I'm assuming huge. I'm assuming Dan's He's like huge. Six, six five, like three fifty. I mean, I, mean, I, I don't know. I, I just got to meet Robert Caldwell for the first time this oh past God. weekend. I didn't, I didn't know Robert Caldwell was 17 feet tall. Um, it, I knew Robert was big, but, but when he's standing next very to Matt tall. Booth, like in the photos, when he's standing next to Matt Booth, I'm like, mm, that's not a good judge. I know Matt's not, not, a, not, a, not huge. So you, I can't tell. And then when you meet Robert and it's like, Oh my God. Oh, the yeah. Same with Dan. I, I imagine Dan is a monster. <laughs> yeah. I won't ruin it for you. Yeah, but, I mean, look, that's that's one of the coolest components because of where we're at in South Florida, and obviously because of the reputation of our event, everybody almost comes out. I mean, literally everybody who can, if they're not tied up somewhere. I, I think Eric Espinosa one year didn't make it, but it was his son's wedding, so we gave him a pass. Oh, okay. You know, we gave him a pass on that year, but you know, it, it's that's you know we take it for granted because of where we live. So, like you know, we have people coming from Alaska this year. Uh, yeah, nobody's no. going to Alaska. <laughs> Robert Caldwell isn't doing an event in Alaska. Mm. Pete Johnson's not taking a you know maybe vacation. So for for people like them who are coming down in other parts of the country, man, this is a big thing to meet these people. We're spoiled because we're in South Florida. I mean, they, you could run into them any, any any anywhere in South Florida on accident. Say, hey, what's up, Nick? How you doing? That, that, but, that, that, that's what I tell everybody. Everybody always asks me, how do you get to meet all these people? I'm like, I live in Florida. You know, Robert Walk Robert Caldwell won't do a virtual herf in Alaska because it's so cold. You know, that's just that, you know, he, he loves the sun, you know, you're not, so yeah, you're not, you're not getting, you know, raw, you know, but uh, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's Florida. They're care. When you, when you eventually move down here, you know, I know the, uh, 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 you, you'll, you'll get to, to hang out with a lot of these guys. Couple more but, years, couple more years, Kev. Co- couple Are more you years. Are down for the great smoke here? Um, I, I'm thinking about it. I got your, ticket, I, your ticket's there with my name on it. You just let me know if you're coming. All right. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. It's it, it's such, it's, I, I can't even begin to tell people like how amazing this event is. It, it you know, yeah, like like Gabe said, there's going to be a couple of thousand people there, but it's still it still has that intimate atmosphere, and, and I don't know how every you know how, how Abe because, puts it on because we we designed it specifically because like I, like I said, look, you you want to be successful at something, research. Go look at how other people do stuff because you'll get the good ideas that you could work on and you'll see the really bad ideas. So one of the one of the things we really wanted to always do is kind of avoid this cattle call. There's a little bit of a cattle call going around getting your tickets, but it's it's in a setting where you could stop, you could talk, you know. I mean, there's a little bit of pressure, but the rest of it is just kind of a flow of an experience because we just don't want that to be, hey you know, you're grabbing cigars and it's over. You know, we wanted a lot of things going on. And that's kind of one of the things that's kept it going that way. And you have to remember, you know, it's a pretty big venue. Those two buildings are, you know, hold a lot of people. Between the main event area where half the people are half the time and the manufacturer area where half the people have over time, it's a lot of open space. And like I said, it's four hour event. You know, if you're a VIP, you get in an hour earlier. Um, But it's enough time to do whatever you got to do. It's enough time to eat enough food, taste enough libations, see all the manufacturers, partake in some of the cool things we got going on, check out the vendors who are there selling their wares, 
it's it's enough. And by by the time it, the thing is, look, I'll tell you how much it's enough because by the time the thing's over, one of the years, look, you, you can't hit a home run every time, right? Sometimes you just do things like bad idea, you know, that didn't work out. Just like our drag drag event, um, bad idea didn't work out. So. Uh, we raised a lot of money for charity, so I said, it, shit. So that it, was it, it, the wrong weekend, I think, yes. because of uh, Espinoza. Yeah. Yes. So um, we got we got Fog Hat one year. Really? Yes. We got we got Fog Hat, and um, we thought this was going to be a great concert to a connection of a friend of mine. And you know, you get a band like Fog Hat, and you say, "Well, we don't want these guys playing during the Great Smoke. Who the hell's going to pay attention?" Right. So we had a DJ up there and we said, look, when the Great Smoke's over at 5 p.m. promptly, Foghead's going to do a one hour private concert for all the attendees. Nope. Most of them went home. Oh, really? It was like 150 of us in the audience. Great show. The people who stayed saw a great show, but most people went home. They were done, man. They had five hours of boozing, drinking, eating, partying. You know they 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 were, they were done. They need to go wash, shower, change, get ready for the evening. It wasn't that relevant. So yeah, we never did that again. Oh wow! I, I would yeah, have thought take a care. slow ride home. Yeah, I'm telling you, yeah. it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, but you learn. You learn that. What? Listen, you know what that told me, Kevin? That told me I'm throwing a kick-ass cigar event because that wasn't relevant to the event. That's what that told yeah. me that day. Because here I thought that this was going to be a big draw this year. Make a lot of people want to come to the Great Smoke. We got fog hat. Yep. Nope. The event oh, right. alone was more important to them than a, than a cool private show by fog hat. But yeah, but it was cool. That's, that speaks volumes, especially when you have different. And I'm not even saying in the cigar industry, but other industries, when you build your event around a location or uh, the the uh, the entertainment um you really kind of lose the luster and 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 you lose the point of what the event is but if you're running the event and and like you said if if you have everybody leaving when you have a live band that's a well-known band that speaks volumes to the uh to the event itself and what you're doing i had to fly the lead singer in from taiwan (laughs) oh my god yeah you should have seen the writer but they were cool because i got it listen the guy was cool he let me fly him coach yeah, right. he was a friend of a friend. How we got them, but you should have seen the writer. I'm reading this thing. Is nah, man, we don't need just have some sandwiches and sodas and waters. And I mean, they got like peanut M and M's and all. That. I'm reading yeah. this thing. I'm like, what? <laughs> it was a I'm, funny experience. I, I I bet you know. But uh, <laughs> and you're talking about speaking of the booze. Uh, the one thing that that I know a, a lot of people liked. I kind of liked it. Was the uh, uh, the the drinks during the uh, um, during the event last year where the bartenders taught you how to make a drink? Will yes. You be doing, will you be doing that again this year? That's our goal. Okay. You, you so listen, we weren't supposed to do that. That was supposed to be done by one of the liquor brands. They're so hard. Oh really? Oh yeah, man. There's these these guys have their own production studios where they have mixologists and they're supposed to video. They're so hard to work with and nail down. So. One of the things we do want to incorporate, and it's in our prospectus, is to get these guys to be involved digitally with making specialty cocktails for the virtual side. And, you know, like I said, we throw a lot of ideas out there. We just see what comes back. So, yeah, uh, I I had fun. I mean, I I mean, I, I loved I loved watching it. 
you know, it was it was a cool a cool aspect, a cool little break in between, you know, everything else. And then and then on your the Great Smoke website, there is a link the, so people can watch last year's Great Smoke. It's like, on our YouTube and our, it's on the Facebook group page. It still exists. Yeah, and it's on the Great Smoke uh, web. If they go to the Great Smoke, oh yeah, com, it is the full yeah, yeah, so, is on the Great yes, Smoke site. Yes, yeah, so is. there is a, So if anybody wants to really know what's going on, you know, in the show notes down below, you can find links if if you want, you know, uh, Great Smoke tickets. If you want um, um, uh, the Advent calendar, but yeah, if you go to the Great Smoke, you can kind of you can check out like what happened last year and. Um, it was it was fun. I love that you're doing the cigars separately this year because I missed, you know, so much of the great smoke because I was on my phone at the same time trying to get cigars. And then and then everybody would be like, oh, hey, look up. I look up at the TV and I'm like, ah, crap, I missed something. There's a lot of benefits to doing it this way. And it's one of those things like if this turns out to be as successful as I expect it to be, as we continue with this format moving forward. People will learn. They'll know, oh, let me get my tickets early. I want to get into those. And things will normalize. You know, I mean, here we are. We're two years and both in the, this year and this upcoming year, we've changing the format dramatically. So it's a learning curve for everybody until they figure it out. But I think after this year, people will get the groove of it. And uh, I, I, I think this format will be the way it'll go moving on forward. Yeah. Uh, will your daughter be, be, be performing for us again? My daughter has a very 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 special performance Yay. Oh, wow. I can't wait. it's really cool because she had an idea of what she wanted to do and i said that's a great idea but let me tell you what makes it an awesome idea and i told <laughs> her and her jaw hit the floor so she's working adamantly about it and she's a little stressed because she goes to she goes to a school of the arts obviously so now she plays guitar ukulele piano and violin oh wow yeah and um the ukulele so, part that was a little like, yeah, yeah, yeah you gotta have the like, ukulele well that's part of her upcoming performance it's a hawaiian yeah, okay. thing so yeah. um so uh she's she's uh her audition to go to the high school that's the next level for the school of the arts is like february so she has this one piece that she's working really hard on and while trying to maybe squeeze in time to put this great smoke gig together but she's 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 been thinking about it since last year that was probably one of the you know to be 13 years old i gotta imagine that was one of her highlights of her life at that oh, point absolutely you know yeah well but well deserved she put in the work and she sounded fantastic yeah you know you don't know how talented your kids are sometimes until someone else tells you because alan goldfarb who did that who did those two pieces with her has right. been my fuente and rep for 25 years and a very good friend of mine um I'll be right back he played the guitar and you know when we concocted this idea he literally drove from our house and rehearsed with her two three four times uh, a week leading up to the two weeks prior to the event and to hear him talk about my daughter how like man she's leading me she's teaching me and alan's been a long time musician he's been in a roadie he's traveled the country and for him to tell me that you know sometimes it takes somebody else telling you to really know how talented your own child is no that's yeah. something special i mean I, and, and that's really um some of the greats uh who who are greats in their instrument when their teacher or someone who is a well-known teacher is working with them and they start talking about how they're teaching them yeah that speaks volumes to the talent that they have and the potential that they have yeah yeah, yeah she is and, and you know what she's I, my other daughter i say studies music and plays music my 
oldest daughter, I think, is a real musician. It's at heart. She loves it. She hears a song and she wants to, by ear, start <laughs> playing it and she gets challenged and do it. So, and I think she's a performer by nature. Honestly, she's a little bit of a stand up comedian. I keep telling her you should write this <laughs> shit down. She is hilarious. She does an impersonation of me and her mother. It's hilarious. I'm like, you should write this stuff down. It really is good. Is that going to be a part of the show? I don't think so. <laughs> But she's a performer. She's a natural performer. She really is. It could be a small like segment, you know, connecting to from from the main stage to the you know to to you have a small comedy section. I'm telling you, she really missed her calling. I, I think one of these <laughs> days, if she ever does what I asked her to do and, and write enough of her material down, I will string together her components into a performance, and I will I will let her go do a, a open mic night somewhere. Oh, awesome! That'd be great. I, I want I want to see your son. Up. I mean that that kid. I am excited to watch that kid grow up because he is such a a ball of energy, and you you just know he is going to he's gonna like break the mold, you know, of of all your kids. I, I don't joke when I say if I could come back in a second life, I want to come back as him. <laughs> oh, yeah, I really yeah. do. This kid, he's just hey, you know what he is always happy he is always happy even during covid he just makes his own universe i mean there's penalties you pay for that because you can't get him to focus a lot of times because he just his head is like he'll run around and and, and entertain. i i see him he's got a hose thing in his pack he's got something slipped down his back just like we were in kids no because i don't I, there's no electronics in my home so yeah. There's no PlayStation, there's no Wii, there's no Xbox. So these kids actually read books, they draw, they're all are very artistically inclined, um, and they play music. And he's got all, and he's running around, and he's airdrop. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm playing Call of Duty. Now, this kid's never played a video, never played a Call yeah. of Duty game. He's watched me play on my iPad, and he just, he could do that for hours on his own. He's, he's, <laughs> I'm blessed. I'm very lucky. I thank God every day. Um, I love my kids. They're awesome. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll be in the bedroom watching TV, you know, and Wyatt will come in dressed as a ninja, swords in his back, or he'll be Spider-Man. Don't and you like, miss what that? Is, what, what, is, what is going on? Like, like what is, like, in his world? Yeah. You know, just, you know. And, and I do that. I do that. But then Jennifer really, <laughs> yeah, yeah. she gets a little concerned. Yeah. Apparently, when you're 51, you can't do that, and people think it's cute. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're me, I, I, I have been. You know, people have accepted that I could be Spider-Man or Macho well, I'm Man. not you. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, that, that's yeah. that, that's the other strike against me, Kev. I'm not. Yeah. You. Well, no, that's not even a strike for Kevin. I mean, what does it matter what anyone else thinks? Shouldn't it only matter what I think? Yeah, yeah. And I would only appreciate seeing that shit on facebook yeah yeah it, funny. It, it, yeah it, 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 exactly it's not, it's not about you jess okay yes, it's, not, it's not about yeah. you it's, it's all about kevin <laughs> now, now you you had mentioned that you know you've gone to other events just to kind of see what they're doing and how sure. you know and obviously you, you've never seen it because there's never been anything done like the great smoke especially you know especially this year have other other organizations has anybody I gotta, I gotta think, you know, that the PCA is is reaching out to you, like, Abe, how do we do this? Is there any retailers have retailers? So, oh, okay. there's two ways they do it. They just buy tickets and come incognito, and yeah. 
you know, don't say anything. And then there's people who will say, or call notes. me up um, and say, look, you know, we, do you mind? We'd like to come down. Absolutely. Come on down. I mean, um, we did our KMA remote once, um, uh, the Beer City Cigar Festival or Beer Festival. It was at Paul Gros store uh, called Metro Cigars up in Wisconsin somewhere. We did a KMA live remote there one year. And we were covering their little version of The Great Smoke. And I was watching this event, and I literally told Paul, I said, Paul, you know, you're really missing out on a lot on how to do this event. I said, you, you really, I think it'd be worth it if you and your wife flew down one year, came to the Great Smoke, you guys be my guests, and, you know, just just watch and see what we do and, and, and take back what you can incorporate, because I think you'll, and he did, they came down, they they watch the event ask me a lot of questions and then and, and from what i understand i haven't talked to this is probably about five years ago maybe more um it, it blew up his event and he's changed completely how his event did so i do get approached by a lot of other retailers and look what i do is not proprietary and you know we just try to make it better that's the only thing we can do and um we we didn't we weren't the first people to create a multi-vendor event we just try to make it the best one so um, and people were very kind to me when I wanted to learn. So you always have to pass that on. You can't, you can't look, I'm, I'm a high believer in, in, in a high tide raises all ships. Mm -hmm. You know, on yeah. KMA, we've covered little puff. We've covered Tampa cigar festival, uh, Tampa cigar bash, because we, all these things that propagate the cigar lifestyle is good for us as an industry as a whole. That's always been my motto. I support other retailer events. I support other retailers and, um, you know, I've been approached by many, many retailers over the years. And um, the guys down in Miami came up to my event one year. Uh, um, Smoke This, they just had that event in Miami. They came up to my event years ago, back when we were still in the parking lot of West Palm. Oh, you know, yeah. They came, they said hi, they wanted to look around. And a, and a year later or two years later, they started doing their own event. There's nothing wrong with that. It's good. You know, yeah. as long as we keep doing ours better than everybody else's, I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, like, uh, but you know what, Kevin? That's what keeps me on my toes. Yeah. Right. Because it does. It doesn't allow me to sit back and say, "Hey, this is the best event, and we're just going to stop." We never stop to say, you know, and that's one of the things I'm trying to teach my kids. Like with this advent calendar, my kids got to see it. They got to see the prototypes over the last year. They got to see it come off the truck on pallets. They got to come to the warehouse and pack it. They got intimate with how we boxed it, how we did it, the whole process. Even Asher was helping out at the warehouse. It was great. Yeah. So we had all these you know, high school kids lined up, and they're all packing it. And they, they had the 25 cigars. And, and, and he, they're like, Asher, we need number nine. He would run, find box <laughs> number nine, bring him back a bundle. And the girls were all, he actually, last night, he goes to his mother, goes, hey, mom. All the girls at the warehouse kept telling me I was cute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, I almost died. I almost died. Oh my! Oh my but, god! But you know, I, but I said, well, my daughter's all right. So you tell me, how do we make this better next year? So that's what that that's what I mean when I say a high tide raises all ships, right? Yeah. As everybody's thing comes to comes to it, um, it makes me continually want to be better because you can't just slack up, you know. So it's good for everybody. Yeah, so, you know, so, um, Kev, real quick, uh, someone yeah. did ask a question. Aiden. I'm kind of curious myself. Douglas Cook asked, Are we Yeah, I saw it. That one another, another battle of so, the bands. Battle band, of the bands band, was band. supposed to morph this March into Pit My Pack, and it was a big project. We worked very deeply on it, and um, it just got put on a back burner just <laughs> with K. <laughs> <laughs> it went down. Sorry, it went down the wrong. <laughs> you are right. 
I didn't yeah. know I said something funny there. No, it just, it just went down the. I switched glasses. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. What's so, <laughs> my bad. So, I don't want to do it all away because it really was supposed to start March of this year, um, and it just got put between the warehouse <laughs> and everything that was so behind and projects. It just got put on the back burner, but it's it's one of our top priorities for uh, 2022. All right, so so far I am the undisputed heavyweight. <laughs> undisputed. Yeah, that, 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 that that's it. One of the coolest awards we ever made, right there. Oh, wow. it, it is, and it, and it's always it's always up. Every video, it's just it's never it's never left my wall. Um, luckily, I was able to come down and I got to take a picture of Derek Dukes. He had his championship, you know, real wrestling belt. You know, I think so that's that, what inspired me. He bought it into my stores one day. And I was wearing. Oh, did he? Gotta make one of these. Oh yeah, so yeah, I I love it. He he loved it. I mean, it it, it was heavy, so it was absolutely amazing. Now I want to go back to a comment. So because I, I just I just got to know. So 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 Chris Monaco, you know Chris, you interviewed him and Jeffrey Amendola from Amendola Cigars. Yep. Um, he he's going to be coming down. Now Chris is actually moving down by you, you know, in in the in the area. So he, welcome you know, to the neighborhood. Yeah. So it'll be awesome. Um, how how are because. Because Jessica and I have been a big, a big proponents. We've been big fans of uh, of Amendola cigars for a couple of years now. We, how are they doing with you guys? Are they are they are they selling good? I want to believe that they're going to be like the next big thing. Well, I mean, look, it takes a lot of components, a lot of ingredients that goes into that dish of being the next big thing. Um, they've done some really key things. I mean, they've gotten our cigar of the month club, so that's allowed us to put it in like a few thousand people's hands right away. Um, and it, it, you know, if he keeps doing the right steps over time. Um, I think they'll be all right, but it's, it, you know, it's a never ending process and that's the problem. You know, it doesn't stop. Uh, everybody who we know has tried it, who, who's seen the pictures of it, um, raves about it and says it's a great cigar. And that, that's what you, that's all you, it's all you want. I mean, if you can find a vehicle to put it in people's hands where they could try it. And, you know, that's what our cigar of the month club has always been about. I think we're the only subscription service that limits you to one per person because oh, I, is, I, oh i didn't know that yeah actually about a, a year or two ago we had to purge people because we realized people had four five six memberships okay and our cigar of the month club isn't about oh that's not a sale that's called a sale right we want people to get five cigars at basically half of what they normally would pay roughly and be able to experiment and try stuff that they more normally might wouldn't have spent the money on in hopes of finding new cigars. So yeah. um, that, that's that's been the purpose of it. You know, if you're ordering five or six of them, you're not experimenting. At that point, you're just buying on sale. And that's yeah. not what our club's ever been about. It's yeah, not, now, now, it's, now, it's not only having a good cigar, but it's also yeah. those guys work hard. Chris and Jeffrey are both, they, you know, those guys are, are uh, constantly grinding and working. And uh, I think with Chris moving down there, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, well, part of it's, listen, I wrote a Hollywood script one a long time ago they actually i actually met with don rio and damon waynes uh, it, was, it was called kiss my ash that's yeah you know, where the radio show name got used from uh it, it was registered with the writers guild of america but you want to know what you want to know why it never came to fruition because i'm in florida and they're all in la yeah right yep. you gotta kind of sometimes be in the heart of what's going on yeah. it helps it, yeah. it helps, you know. I mean, you run into people. You're there. You stay on top of it. I, I, we met with them once in California. Then we met them once in New York, and then they went back to their lives, and we went back to our lives, and nothing ever happened. Chris yeah. going down to or Chris going down to Florida is like dropping Rambo into <laughs> into the forest. 
<laughs> oh, exactly. And, and we got and got, got Fred. Sorry, Fred, you missed the conversation earlier. We already talked about your addiction to the McRib. Abe will be reaching out <laughs> to you later. We kind of had a little bit of an intervention. So um, uh, sorry you missed that. Um, so uh, uh, w- welcome, welcome, Fred. Um, and then uh, Dan Thompson, uh, Smoke and Cigar, was a great way to introduce people to McAuliffe Cigars. We are very grateful for the socialites who enjoy. Um, now, now, um, is your is the club still open? Our our regular cigar of the month club is always open. Oh, it's always no, so, okay. So someone just no recently okay. There's no cap to it, you know, because all we do is just we increase. Look, you know, everybody likes to make stories about what our cigar of the month club is, and one of the, one of the reasons why we started it, Kevin, is we were trying to break the broken mold that everybody had, where it was just either used for customer acquisition or moving old inventory or whatever. It's not a profit center. I mean. You, You've seen the labor involved in making yeah, all these yeah. packages, right? This, and if, when you're selling something that's normally $60 or $50 or $60 in retail, and you're including the shipping, and you're delivering them for 30 bucks, and you figure all the manpower, it's not a profit center. It's really designed so that, look, if you work for me, you pay costs for your cigars, for your personal yeah. consumption, right? Okay. Because, I mean, I don't get them for free. My employees aren't going to get them for free. Yeah. You know, every, everybody has their different philosophy. I've seen stops. Oh, you get one free stick a day or, or whatever it is. Listen, you pay what I pay. When I go grab a cigar off the shelf, this is what I pay. This is what you pay. We pay cost. Okay. Because I want them to experiment. I want them to become better at knowing their products. So the, I don't need to make profit on these guys. Let them explore. Let them try stuff. Let them do it at, at what it costs. And I think it's made better employees for it, right? They're all very explorative. They're all trying new stuff. And that's kind of the same philosophy I took to our Cigar of the Month Club, right? Let these guys explore. That way, if they hit a cigar they don't like, well, I mean, it costed them half of what it normally would have. It's not the end of the world. And that's what it's about. And that's kind of how we did it. So I never use our inventory. You know, I always figure out what five, you know, well, it doesn't even work like that. I mean, I have a list right here somewhere. So when I see a cigar or like when we met the Amadou old boys, and I smoked them and I bought the brand. I'm like, this is a good cigar. I want to get you in our cigar of the month club. You know, we'd like to feature you once or twice, you know, and then, you know, they got to put it in their production schedule or they got to get it here because we, we don't want them in boxes. Why waste the boxes? Yeah. Right. So w- when they say, Oh, go well, listen, we can have you X number of sticks by March. All right, great. Then when we get it, I keep a list of every month. What I said, this is on my desk at all times. I know what I'm sending. I could tell you what I sent in month month one, right? Month one was the EPC La Historia, Avo Ritmo Robusto, RP Decade Toro, Ashton Symmetry Prism, and a Tatuaje Tenyo. That was my first month selection, Cigar of the Month Club. So I don't, I, I try to keep conscious of what I've sent in the past to keep getting people to try things. I try to get new brands because that's the new stuff that really needs it. You know, people don't hear about it. So Amendola, I know, has been in there once, and I think they're coming up again because we have one of each of their blends that will eventually make it to the cigar of the month club one's already right out mm-hmm. which is good for them and then uh this is how they make it on list and we go out and buy the cigars that we want for it all right so so all the cigars that come in the club are they necessarily do, uh, do you have a rule do you you have to stock them so say a boutique wants to hey i would like to come into your club but if you know we have to them, sell it Okay, so you have to sell it. So yeah, I mean, you... I mean, that's part of the that's part of the thing is, I mean, we we wouldn't, I wouldn't ask. Nobody's ever come to me asking to be in the cigar of the month club. Okay, I mean, it hasn't happened yet. So usually, I go and I ask. I said, "Look, I'd love to feature this in our cigar of the month club. Are you interested? Do you want to be involved?" And okay, I've never gotten a no from a manufacturer yet. 
So, um, because we pay for them, you know, we don't get them free. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, and one of the things in our Cigar of the Month Club is there's a code every month. So if you do discover something you like, there's a discount code for that whole month on that, on those lines. So you can even buy into it at a discount if you end up finding something you like, because that's what it, I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be an exploratory adventure for these guys. And, and that's, that's how we run it. That's how we've always run it. Yeah. You know, and if anybody's interested in, in our, uh, on our YouTube channel, we have a playlist dedicated to smoke in the cigar of the month club unboxings. We do the connoisseurs club as well. So if you're interested to in seeing what, what um, cigars come into the, that, that club each month, you know, usually a quick 12, 15 minute video, you know, on the unboxing. And, um, and I, and I love the club because it's not it's not cigars that, that are cheap. They're not super expensive, but there are cigars that you can just get, not either from Smoke In, but a lot of times you can go to your local brick and mortar. If you've got a local brick and mortar, yep. you know, in your town, you can go like, hey, I just got this cigar in. You know, do you stock this? And usually, like I said, all the cigars I've gotten are cigars that they can just buy. So it's not these rare, super limited. Mm -hmm. They're meant to be legitimate brands that you could find anywhere. And and, and basically the parameter of, of why I pick one is it's something that I would smoke. That, that's basically the guideline I use. Yeah. There are some I like better than others. There are some I choose that's not my favorite. But I just try to pick five cigars that I would smoke and that I think our base would enjoy. And I, I got to be honest with you, man. When you have thousands and thousands of members and you've been doing this now two, three years, you got to believe that you'd have a lot more people disappointed. But people have been very receptive. And even when they get ones that, ah, that wasn't my cup of tea, man, it just, it really hasn't been as much of a headache as I thought it would have been expecting. You know, everybody's been very receptive with the program. Yep. And, th and then Fred had brought up the uh, the Connoisseur Club, you know, great learning experience. Um, and also, same thing, if people don't know the Connoisseur Club, you know, each month you get five cigars, unbanded. You know, um, I, I smoke through all five. I do a, a video at the end to where I look up and I reveal at that moment with you watching. And there have been a couple of times where I've had fr friends of mine in the end, like, oh, God, you know, like uh, there was, you know, once I had to reach out like right away and like, hey, man, this video is going to come out. I didn't like your cigar. Like it was like the worst one of the month. And I apologize. You know, um, and but but that's what that's what's great about that club. That club's a whole different experience level. I mean, we literally ask manufacturers to make cigars for the club that don't exist. Um, yeah. It's a very small run. When you, you're not supposed to know who makes it, and then you find out later. And and you know, that's a very limited club, small membership. It's not, but it's just a different way to explore and try cigars. And I sent a uh, video that I gotten from I think it was Quentin Thor. I saw him post a video where he was talking about his cigar of the month and he mentioned affinity. And he's like, you know, this is made by a company called Snicano. I really didn't know much about them, but I've been starting to get into their cigars because I learned about them from the connoisseur club. And that's what that's about. Right. Yeah. That's literally a perfect example of what we're trying to do. You know, smoke something. You have no idea who made it. And, and, you know, what we do too is, and you've seen them is we get the manufacturers to tell the consumers what they made. Yeah. You know, it's not a story. I'm not writing up something cool. I literally ask the manufacturers because we don't tell them anything. We tell them, this is what we're going to pay you a stick. Make us the best cigar you'd like to make for the club. And, you know, we have no input on size blend or anything. It's like a, literally like a commissioning of an artist. Right. And we make the manufacturer make the video. 
and they tell the consumers what they did, what they thought. Unless you get one by Matt Booth, you might hear what he flushed down his toilet. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you get. I don't know what you get when you get Matt Booth on the air. But that's that, that's the purpose of that video, typically. Yeah, you know, and and that's really you know uh, um, the first time uh, 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 La Polina was in the club. That that was my number one cigar of that month. You would have and never the, thought if I had told you in advance. No, not at all. And yeah. then when it when it came around the second time when uh, uh, when La Polina, my number one cigar of the month of that club was La Polina. I'm like, all right. So I've bought several La Polinas. I'm like, okay. So that's two cigars they've made for this club. That that I mean, they were my number one, and I didn't know anything about them. So I really delved more into the lineup. You know. Gurkha, you know, Gurkha gets a bad rap in the industry. Gurkha was in the club and a lot of people loved that cigar. And they find out, oh, this was a Gurkha. And I'm like, stop making fun of Gurkha. You know, it's uh, because, yeah, you you liked a Gurkha. Now you had to admit it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we're still trying to get Sammy on the show. It's a uh, um, he's a hard Sammy's a hard guy to track down. Really? You can't get Sammy on the show. I can't get Sammy. on. It's been like a year now. A wow. year, Abe. I can't get Sammy on the show. I didn't really think it would be that hard. It, it's a, he has a guy. He, you have to go through his guy. He has a guy. He has a guy. You know. Uh, should, should I call him right now and say what the hell, Sam? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, man. Yes, you, you got to. Yeah, then he'll probably yell at his guy. You know, for uh, for uh, for for not getting back to me about being on the show. So maybe Karen and I will get. Karen, do you know Sammy Phillips from La Polina? I do not. You know who he reminds me of is um um. I, I, I don't know his name. Uh, uh, weird kooky guy, Jessica. We met him at the uh, uh, the Barn Smokers. Um, uh, just oh left. Um, I don't even I don't even know his name now. So now that that whole thing was just yeah, what, what yeah, yeah just to bring here? bring it up was just weird. Uh, so the guy that wears the vest. Yeah, and then all the jewelry. Uh, in uh, uh um yeah i can't remember his name he's now awesome, he's yeah he, awesome. he's awesome though. Sam, sammy's a great guy i can't uh, can't wait to uh, eventually get in touch with uh with sammy I'm yeah i'm tempted to call him <laughs> so uh but yeah he's uh he seems like a a, a great a great dude he's 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 very good they're yeah. really good people you know so, gurka, gurka had a bad rap for a long time and i think they've made a turn I think a lot of consumers are starting to realize it. Some aren't, some aren't, but um, especially the, the stuff that's been coming out of Aganorsa. It's hard to <laughs> deny the the, the the oh yeah the quality cigars that Aganorsa has been making for Gurkha. And if if you're that locked in, look, I, I got news for you. Nick Perdomo probably makes some of the best cigars and sells more cigars than anybody in the industry. And there was a time period there where Nick, uh, you know, when all his cigars were box pressed. Yeah. Right. There was, it might have been before you were really covering cigars, Kevin, but he was having a production issues, quality control issues, and, and you know, look at him today. So if you're not willing to recognize when companies make the proper changes, you, you're just missing out because I think Gurkha is yep. producing some really, especially the stuff that's been coming from Agonors, some solid, solid selections that I think this kind of program, the kind of store club, when you take the bands off and you send people to smoke them, <laughs> they get a little bit surprised. Yeah, yeah, I was that way with uh, Rocky Patel for a while, for a couple of years. You know, I really liked his stuff. I kind of fell off. He had some construction issues, and then, like I said, I, there was a couple of years I didn't smoke Rocky, and then you know he came out with some new stuff, and uh, and man, now I'm digging on a lot of his stuff. You know, absolutely uh, uh, fantastic. So, but yeah, Gurkha's the same way. So people, you know, always always mm -hmm. you know make make fun. So I always 
say, you know, get, give, give them a shot. You know, they're, they're making some, some great, some great stuff. Um, and then someone else had mentioned too the, uh, the La Polina was an extra five pack. Yeah. I got a couple of five packs of the, uh, the La Polina as, as well. Um, so going back briefly to the, uh, um, uh, one last question on the great smoke I had, how many friends each year, uh, the week of, so, so the great smoke is, uh, it starts on a Thursday, Wednesday night. How many of your friends are reaching out to you? Hey man, you, you, can, can you get me in? I it's, got any extra tickets. It starts way, but so so as I as I was informed <laughs> this morning, all the VIP, as I was informed this morning, all the VIP tickets are gone. Okay, and this is now where it starts between and it's friends. And what really kills me, it's the same song and dance every year. Like it's typically the same people. It's like, why do you wait till January to think about this? You know. <laughs> And, and look, I made the mistake early on one year where we just sold VIP tickets as many as we could. That doesn't know how it works anymore. There's one chair for every seat. Right. For every ticket we sell, there is a yeah. chair on the floor. Yeah. No one has to stand because we made that mistake early on. We're like, whoa. Because you know, we didn't think we'd sell that many. Next thing I know, we're selling one. And people like, I got nowhere, nowhere to sit. So, yeah, we never made that mistake again. So when I tell people there's nothing I could do, they get mad. They say, you know, and then they'll do it again to me next year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Uh, like, hey, the worst hey, part, the worst part about this event. The worst part about this event. Yeah. Literally every year. So let's cigars. What are you what are you smoking lately? What, what are you what are you what are you digging on? Not just tonight, but is there something you've been, you know, because you're I'm I'm sure people are always sending you cigars. That's what I'm digging on tonight. You know. Oh, the Donderma. Mm. Smoking. Did, did, did you have to buy him or did uh, um, with everybody else? No, I actually I bought him under a different name because he wouldn't bill me if I did. Oh, really? Yeah, man. Ronnie, Ronnie's like that, man. I literally had to buy him under a different name. Oh, I love that you did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, 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 we well, what him. happened was the first time I ordered him, I, whatever I ordered, he, you know, he, he, I told him there's no way I'm going to take him if you don't bill me for him. So what he did was to be smart. He's built. He sent me double the order. Okay. <laughs> so now I just buy them under a different name. But yeah, I, I got about six, seven, eight boxes in here. I got more oh, wow. than Dermot and probably he might have right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pro, pro, until, until until the next shipment uh, uh, come comes in, you know. But uh, yeah. So uh, uh, so Don Dermot, anything else that you're you're really smoking you on? What, Kevin, you know, like me, unfortunately, is, is when it's part of your job, you're just smoking, you're trying, yeah. and it's it's it's, you know, when I go on vacation or I go out of town, that's when I kind of really stop and and what do I want to try? But we have so many of my own projects that those are typically what I go to because I'm so proud of them. You know, and if I have them, that's what I'll smoke. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, and I'm gonna say it because it's mine, but I'll tell you outright. I think this last version of the Red Meat Lovers Club is the best out of four. And it could be just because I haven't had one of the other ones in a long time. But I literally said this. I can't remember who was sitting in my office when I spoke. I'm like, is it me? Or is this like, why am I feeling like this was better than last year? But for some reason, that's what I believe. Now, now, do you have any left from the first run? I have 50 bundles left from the first run. They're all signed by Steve Saka. Okay, because I'm down to like six from the first run. So every now and then I'll smoke one, and it's fantastic. I mean, because it's, it's it's got a couple of years on it, and it is just a mind blowing. Remember, cigar. year one and year two came in the same packaging. 
Yes. So I have 50 from the first run that were signed and dated by Steve Shaka that will eventually find their way in the rare and vintage room. Okay. They're just aging. They're not out nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, they're just but, aging. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah I, I was in there. I, I got don't some have up. any from the second year. I definitely don't have any from the third year because they just they were gone before we even know what to do with them. You know, usually they're around for a while. Let's put 50. They, they, it just sold out like in an hour and a half. Like, what? They're gone. So yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I've got a set of a, a two pack of manifestos from your uh, rare and vintage room mm. from Sokka, you know, yeah. back then. And eventually, Jessica and I will open up those manifestos and we'll eventually, you know, eventually smoke them because they've, they've got, got a lot of cigars like that that are like part of history for me. I can't bring myself to smoke them. That's the problem. I, I got know. two Opus X's box pressed BBMFs. One's a natural with a Maduro tip and a Maduro head. And one's a Maduro with a natural tip and a natural head. And I got him his wedding gifts from Carlito. And, and, and my rep told me he said he called it the Abe and Brandy. Oh, uh, wow. that's like, awesome. How do you ever smoke that? No, you, you <laughs> can't. Smoke that. You just gave me two sticks I can never, ever smoke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I found an old box from uh, Room 101. And uh, they were the, um, I forget what cigars they were. But uh, but I actually called Matt and I'm like I, I need I need you to tell me to smoke these. I mean because they were like 15 years old, whatever it was. And he's like, bro, just open the fucking box, just smoke the cigars, you know. And then uh, I think they were the Namakubis, and uh, uh, they were oh my god, they were they were amazing, just so so good. So um, yeah. La- last before we before we let you go, end of the year, everybody's doing it. The, the the best of list every you know coop has started his cigar aficionado released their like schedule this year of whatever um as a retailer are you paying attention to the list to see like if there is something that has flown by your radar like oh hey you know this made somebody's you know because everybody usually starts you off know, top 25 i always pay attention kev um and that's just part of my nature you have to be observant pay attention but it doesn't always translate i remember just maybe three four years ago i think warped made like everybody's top list yeah like it was like everybody was talking about warped when we bought that stuff in and guess what it did nothing didn't didn't do anything on our shelves really so it doesn't Hmm. it doesn't always work uh it doesn't always translate a lot of the stuff sometimes is regional you know, I mean, you got to remember between our locations, I got stores 30 minutes apart. Something sells great at this store. It doesn't sell at this store at all. It's crazy. Yeah. So it doesn't always translate, but we always pay attention um, because at the end of the day, the consumers are who are listen, who we listen to. And that's what dictates what ends up on our shelves. So um, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. So I, that, that, that that's interesting. Cause I, I said, I, I would think, you know, especially if it made top five or top 10, you know, that would be something everybody's coming in for. And so that, 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 that's, that, that's definitely enlightening that just because it's making the top of people's list, it's not necessarily. But, you know, Kevin, they, they may go out and try it because it's on the list, but it doesn't yeah. dictate to, Hey, two months later, people are still smoking it. Right. Yeah. I saw it on a list. I never heard of it. I tried it. I tried it. It's done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So and that, that makes Doesn't sense. Doesn't translate into longevity, you know. Exactly. So, so Abe, thank you. Two two hours of your of your Monday night. It went us. by like this, pal. It it did. It, it, it went did. By like um, this. 
Uh, in the show notes down below, everybody listening tonight um, or watching tonight, listening uh, in the future, listening on the podcast, um, uh, The Great Smoke 2022, uh, the Advent Calendar, all the links are down below. If you want to listen to KMA, you know, all the links everywhere where you can find Abe, all the cigars, everything is in the links. I've made it easy for you so you don't nice. have to remember everything. Um, just click it. Um, care. Any final? No, thanks. That was, that was fantastic, Abe. And uh, looking to uh, schedule some time to come down to the uh, Great Smoke event. Love to have you down, guys. Don't forget December 29th, the next TGS drop with Steve Saka. And um, if you haven't heard of it or whatever, we have a great uh, social uh, Facebook group. Come join us, Smoking Social on Facebook. We're, we're on it all the time, and we're very active. Other than that, we appreciate you having me on, Kevin. As always, happy holidays to everyone. It is the holiday season. I hope everybody has a wonderful holiday season. Same yes. Ha- happy holidays, Abe. Thanks again. Thank you. Um, thank you to J.C. Newman Cigars, Cigar Medics, Amendola Cigars, Excelsior Tobacco, La Aurora Cigars, Corona cigar and of course Drew Estate and Experience Acid. And then Jessica has something to say before. I was gonna say, don't this don't not let care. Yes, I, I I had that in big bold type care. This is Jess, where at this point. says the show goodbye before we play the final commercial. I, that's what that that's what my, my show notes say. Care, how would you like to leave everybody? As we all know, life is short. Find a buddy and enjoying cigar. I said my piece, Chrissy. Yeah, (laughs) we'll see you guys and gals uh, uh, next week.